Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. In today's episode, I'm very proud to present an interview I had with Audrey, who is one of the very first people I met through TikTok, and so I was very happy to invite Audrey to be on the show. We had a really fantastic conversation. We talked about, of course, Dead by Daylight, streaming tips, TikTok. We also talked about, like, what kind of YouTube videos we like to watch, a little bit of anime, and uh, also had a really good talk talking about like the importance of having me time, like going out and getting a meal, or even go get a go see a movie by yourself. Like activities like that are so important. We had a very fantastic conversation. I hope you enjoy. It's a bit of a longer one, but it's all really good conversation. And again, if you can do me a big, big favor, leave a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps me out a great deal. And in March, we had our biggest month yet. So please continue to listen. Please continue to rate the show. And we'll be doing more conversations. And I've got some really cool interviews coming up. But first, please enjoy this interview with Audrey. And here we are, everybody. I'm very happy to have a, a nice sit down with Audrey talking about Dead by Daylight, gaming, content creation, all the ins and outs, and of course, the things that go with, uh, you know, balancing life and content creation. Uh, Audrey's pronouns are she, her. Audrey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Crow. Thanks so much for inviting <laughs> me on the podcast. Yeah, you know, your name was one of the first names I circled when I first started this podcast. And um, I really just wanted to like get some interviews under my belt before I approached you. And and when I went to your stream and you're like, hey, I've been I've been listening to your podcast. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. It blew me away. I know. I was super excited when you invited me on because I had like seen on Twitter you um, like reposting podcasts that you had done with other like content creators and I mm. went back and watched them. I remember I was getting ready in the morning and I listened to Jocko's. I listened to yeah. uh, Elix's and Sergeant Fidget's. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was just, it was really nice. And uh, you're one of like, I think you're the only DVD podcast that I know. So being invited on, I was really excited to talk about DVD oh, with you. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for making the time. I, I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, now, everybody listening is going to be very much into Dead by Daylight and probably TikTok and Twitch and stuff. But I like pulling the curtain back and just kind of like, you know, the thing is, anybody who's familiar with your content, you know, they kind of know what they're going to get when you go when they go into your Twitch stream. You're going to see Claudette or Meg gameplay. And um, what's that? What's that LED perk you use like, all the time? Oh, is appraisal. It, uh, appraisal. The yeah. In the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know you're going to see they're going to see some some six spins, some appraisal action, you know, that desperation beamer uh, that you get <laughs> out of an empty chest. Um, but what I really want to get down to with this podcast is just like getting to know more about you so that people, you know, just learn more to, to what's going on with you and in, in your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you, um, I want to talk about like, what, what, what got you into gaming? Like when did you get into gaming when you were a little kid? Is it something recent for you? Um, so I grew up as an only child. Okay. Uh, so it was just me and my mom and my mom is my grandma. So growing up, she was like, you know, a baby boomer. She didn't really know what like video games were. She didn't believe like being on the phone was a good idea for too long or the computer or TV. So oh, okay. I never had a Wii or an Xbox or any type of like gaming console growing up. I played like Webkins every once in a while or Wii World, but like okay. I could only be on for like an hour a day. Yeah. But um, I really didn't get into gaming until I uh, graduated high school 
and went into college. And that's okay. like kind of the time when Fortnite came out. Oh, so, cool. Okay. Yeah, that was the first video game wow. I pretty much ever played on my own. And I got my first console, which was a PS4. Oh, wicked. And, yeah. And then um, I just started playing that game casually just for fun. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't very good. I was just playing for fun, like random squatting on Fortnite. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one night, um, my boyfriend, Alex, he was on his phone and he was on Facebook. And I remember he was scrolling and he saw this live stream of Fortnite. And I was like, oh, what is that? Like, mm -hmm. what is? And he's like, oh, that's a person that's live right now who's streaming yeah. Fortnite. I was like, like, what is that? Like, why do they do that? And they're like, it's like their job. And I was like, you can have a job. <laughs> Where you yeah. play video games, you can play yeah. Fortnite. And he's like, yeah, like people do it. Yeah. And uh, I remember like I finally like got into watching streams and I was watching a YouTube streamer at the time. It was a Fortnite uh, streamer. Her name was Maddie Enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just like related to her in a lot of ways. Like we were the same age. She was really into Fortnite. She was family friendly. I was family friendly at the time when I was yeah. like 20, 21. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I worked all summer. Uh, at this parasailing job and I worked like 12 days a week uh, seven or yeah no 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 seven days a week uh, right. 12 hours a day and to save up money for streaming equipment and that's basically oh, wow. how I got started yeah in 2019 oh that's amazing that's really cool so it's pretty recent for you then just a just a few years back it seems yeah in uh, August of 2019 is when I got started with streaming <laughs> oh wow that's amazing that's super cool so did were there any you mentioned the YouTube streamer you watched in the beginning. Was there mm -hmm. anybody else who kind of inspired you to make yeah. those steps? Yeah, actually, like I remember after watching Maddie, then I uh, got Twitter and stuff. I didn't have Twitter, really like any social media except for Instagram. And mm -hmm. I followed her and she retweeted a few other like female streamers, but on Twitch because she was a YouTube streamer. And okay. there was this one girl, her name was Avery. And I remember clicking on her stream on Twitch and I ended up downloading Twitch to watch her. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I watched her, she played Outlast. And that's actually oh, one cool. of my favorite games now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next time I watched her, she was playing Dead by Daylight. And that's okay. kind of, yeah, she was the first person I ever watched play Dead by Daylight. So mm -hmm. she wasn't like, she was like variety streamer. She didn't like main the game or anything. Yeah. Uh, but her playing it casually with her friends was something that was so funny that I was really interested in and I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting that game, I think, like a year later after watching her because I was too scared to play it by myself. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So did you have to convince people to play with you? Yeah. So I, when I first started streaming, I played Fortnite. Um, mm -hmm. So I convinced some of my Fortnite mods, like, hey, if I, like, it's Cyber Monday, would you want to get Dead by Daylight with me? It's only like eight bucks. Yeah. So I talked them into it and then we got it. And then um, I was obsessed with it from the moment I got it. I never even played the tutorial. Like I literally, we would just oh, really? go in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would drop on every hook. Like if I got hooked, I was assuming like I was just dead. Yeah. Um, because oh, yeah. like I would take the chance to escape and oh, right. we, yeah. yeah. So we didn't know what we were doing for a long time and this was all mm -hmm. live too like every time we played dead by daylight it was like on stream so people were just yeah. watching us make fools <laughs> of ourselves <laughs> oh that's awesome do any of those people still play with you or do you, do you still close with them at all um you know i played with one person who was my mod back in the day like a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago and they haven't played really much at all like I would say yeah. they probably have like 50 hours total. So it was like playing oh, wow. with brand new people, but it was so cool. Yeah. We did like custom games and like oh, I was playing Survivor. Awesome. And they, yeah, I know. But they, I, literally every single time they pick someone up, I got the flashlight save and they're like, God, I can't like escape <laughs> you. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. How do you handle sort of the journey of now you've been in the content creation game for a few years now? How do you handle like the sort of swiveling door of people coming in and out? Because that's part of the reality of what we do, right? You you become friends with these people and then just there, there comes a time when you maybe don't hang out as much anymore. You yeah. don't see them as much. Don't talk as much. I'm asking for me. How do you handle that? I feel like it gets harder as time goes on because mm-hmm. like when it was at the beginning when I was playing Fortnite, I kind of like always knew that I wouldn't play Fortnite for too long because it was just such a saturated game with so many streamers. Right. Yeah. But um, like after I like found Dead by Daylight and like became close with like the dead by daylight community and like getting close with my community mm-hmm. having people come and go i think was like the hardest part because mm-hmm. i was so excited to meet like every single person streamers and just like viewers and i would get close to them and then like knowing like as you age and we're like all growing up together essentially oh yeah like, their life is changing and so is mine so mm-hmm. i've like it's always been hard like getting close to someone like within the content creation world and like being in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to like tell myself like this is kind of the process like people are going to blow up and you're not or people are just going to be on different levels than you all the time and yeah. they're going to change yeah. and they're going to meet new friends. And you kind of just have to be okay with that and expect that going into like friendships. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough balance because like yeah. I've had I've had friends who um, <clears throat> I think I talked about it with Jocko. Like he had friends who would play DVD with me with him, but then they stopped playing as much as him. And I'm in that boat too, where I had a core group of about three, four, or five people who'd be down all the time, and we'd play all the time, and then just like eventually you know they're like i just uninstalled the game and i don't want to play anymore i'm like oh man (laughs) yeah no it's that's happened to me so many times like i'll have like a group of like streamer friends and like we'll play and like we'll have a squad and everyone will look forward to us like all hanging out but like like one person like gets a job irl or they can't keep up with streaming and then they disappear and then another one disappears and then slowly but surely like the whole group fades oh yeah Um, but i think that the viewers also expect that as well like Mm -hmm. i think they are kind of sad that that happens because they kind of watch like all the friends like grow together and change together and like develop the same humor and then seeing them drift apart it hurts but i think deep down like they get it and they relate because they probably go through the same thing with like their friends that they've met online Oh, yeah. 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 And I can I can tell you and anybody listening from life experience, like I'm a I'm a lot older than probably most people uh, listening and you as well. And the thing that comes with that is just life experience. Like you'll go through stages where, oh, my gosh, this pe- this group of people, they're like my best friends ever. We're mm-hmm. going to like get timeshare together. We're going to have like we're going to buy condos close together. <laughs> and then, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Six months later. Um you, you might get a text here and there like, oh, did you watch uh, the basketball game last? Oh, yeah, it was cool. And that's like the first time you heard from them in like yeah, six, six months. So, yeah, it, it that's just life. I, th- I think you um, yeah you described a, a song that I've got in my head. And uh, oh, I you got to tell it, me now. I, oh, gosh, it's a it's a Brian Adams song. He's a Canadian rock artist. Oh, really? Um, oh, you're from Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He talks about uh, in his in his song, he talks about his group, his band that they formed in high school and how everybody mm-hmm. like, you know, one guy got married and had kids. One guy got a career and one guy Aww. did this and that and they all split up. So 
Oh, I think that's yeah, life. It's true. like that's like life, you know. You form yeah, all these I bands, know. then you all split up. And <laughs> I think the hardest part, though, about like making friends online is that like if we're all like becoming extremely close online, chances are mm-hmm. we're probably lonely people in real life. Like, oh, you yeah. probably don't have that many friends to hang out with on a daily basis in person or go get coffee oh, yeah. with or whatever. Yeah. So we all kind of relate and like want to see each other every night and game and join a Discord mm-hmm. call. So when it slowly starts to fade, like before you even know it, you don't even talk to these people anymore and they become strangers. And I think that's like the most heartbreaking part. But I like growing up, I'm trying to learn like that's normal, that's natural, Mm -hmm. but it's still it's it sucks to think about and it it sucks to have happened to you. But it is life, like you said. It is. It is. Have you gone to any conventions like TwitchCon or any of those? No, actually. Okay. So the first year (laughs) that I streamed. I think, okay, so I started in August and then TwitchCon was in September. So I had just missed that one, but that was literally the first month I had started streaming. Right. Um, and then the second year, COVID hit and I was really planning to go that year. So oh, I didn't no. get to go. Yeah, I know. Super yeah. sad. But this year, um, I'm really planning to go in October. Yeah. So hopefully awesome. plans don't fall through. I go and everything's yeah. good. What about you? If- yeah, I, I plan on going. I went in 2018 and 2019 and I, I had an amazing awesome. time. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So anybody listening, you don't have to be a content creator to go if you're Mm-mm. quote unquote like part of the community or viewer. Um, there's lots to do. You, you'll meet so many people and I, I believe behavior usually gets a booth there. So they mm-hmm. have events. Oh, that's and, so cool. Um, I remember they had a Dead by Daylight meet and greet where they had like all the big streamers were there like aughts and I think Umbro was there and Tofu and I don't know. I know Noob was there. I don't know if he was part of that, but like I wasn't into DVD back then. So oh, <laughs> I was really? like, yeah, one of my friends was like, you've played DVD before, right? I was like, yeah, I played a couple of games. They're like, oh, there's a meet and greet. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know anybody. <laughs> so, oh, no way. I bet you're regretting it now. Not I going do. And meeting everyone. <laughs> yeah, everybody was there. It was crazy. But wow. Uh, yeah yeah i'm excited Um, for this year to like meet everyone like just like my mods or and my mm -hmm. viewers and the people who watch me like other streamers i'm extremely excited to meet just put a face to the streamer that you watch yeah but i think like what's so cool about twitchcon is like we're i feel like in a way like all of us gamers and streamers and content creators are a little bit anti-social but this is like a gathering that we only get once a year so we got to make the most out of it we got to live it up do it yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I can give you any any advice and anybody listening, just say yes to things that'll make you um, not in a dangerous situation, but like if you feel like, like you said, like uncomfortable being like social with people. Like mm-hmm. my first year, I'd go to the convention, I'd hang out with people, I'd meet people, and then I'd go straight back to my room and just like watch movies and oh really play on my switch and like i regretted that because like there were other there were parties and stuff and events going on outside of it Mm -hmm. but i was too shy to go to like these events so the second year i went with with one of my best friends and she was my roommate and she knew a lot more people so she was like getting invited to all these parties and so she's like do you want to go i was like yeah sure so i met a lot of really cool people and went to parties and 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 the thing is what you're describing the sort of being kind of antisocial sort of introverted Mm -hmm. everybody's like that there (laughs) we are all like that i know that's kind of the best part though because then we like are more inclined to say like hey do you want to like go to this party tonight and we're like yes Mm -hmm. you know what like if i were to just like go back to my hotel room i know i'd regret saying no 
So of oh, course yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to have these mm-hmm. memories for the rest of my life. Like oh, no matter yeah. what down the road, like if these people don't stream like later five years down the road, at least like I had this, these memories with them, you know? So oh, I totally. get what you mean by that. Yeah. And the cool thing is like the, uh, the parties that I went to and I can, I can only speak for the parties I went to. Everybody was so welcoming because uh, again, like elephant in the room, I'm, I'm a lot older than most of these people there. And I wasn't drinking and most of them were like really drunk and having a good time. And, and uh-huh. so so I'd be, they'd be like, hey, do you want a beer? Do you want some tequila? We got vodka. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. They're like, oh, well, we got Mountain Dew. We got Pepsi. Aww. We got orange juice. <laughs> and, so nice. And so I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take a Gatorade. Sure. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, just getting out of your comfort zone. Like I've had a lot of people ask me about it. I'm like, yeah, just just go. And yeah, you don't have to be out like. There. Yeah, like I even had somebody say, "Well, I'm not really a big streamer," and I'm like, "You don't have to be." You just yeah. If you're a part a of a lot of people community. think like if you're a streamer, you can go or you get invited, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a streamer or not. Like if you want to start streaming, then you should go meet people now. Like get to know streamers now, and then when you start streaming, oh, yeah. you, they could be like, "Oh my god, I literally met you at TwitchCon!" Like <laughs> yeah. put a face to your stream. So oh yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. put yourself out there. Don't live your life in regret that you didn't go to something where it could open up new friendships, new possibilities, sponsorships, whatever. Just do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. Now, when it comes to your content, like you said, you started out in Fortnite and then you eventually shifted towards like dead by daylight. Yeah. What, what made you decide like, okay, DVD is going to be my main. Oh, okay. So, um, I basically, when I started playing dead by daylight, I was still playing Fortnite, but I love dead by daylight so much. And I was trying, I was kind of getting out of my Fortnite vibe, I guess you would say it was chapter two and it wasn't ending. I think it was season one and it was going on way too long. I think it went on for like a year and I was just bored out of my mind. I wasn't having fun really with it that much anymore. So basically what I did, I would do, I would play Fortnite and my goal was get one solo win and then you can go play Dead by Daylight. And I was so oh, excited cool. every single time. I would sweat my ass off to get a yeah. win so I could go play Dead by Daylight. Um, but basically uh, what made me uh, like sure that Dead by Daylight was my main was um, I wasn't really meeting people through the Dead by Daylight community until I got like a raid from Ohmwrecker. Uh, okay. which was, yeah, which was basically oh, nice. like a month into me playing Dead by Daylight. Um, so that was huge. I met a lot of people from that uh, raid who are now part of my community. A lot of my mods are from uh, Omewrecker's community that are still with me to this day. Oh, cool. So that kind of it helped me go from like a small Fortnite streamer to a Dead by Daylight streamer where I like had a community of people who wanted to watch me play Dead by Daylight. So then in there, I was like, I'm done with Fortnite. I love Dead by Daylight. I have fun with (laughs) it. I love the people that I met. This is my Mm. home. (laughs) Oh, totally. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What advice would you have for anybody who's maybe starting streaming in Dead by Daylight or is maybe not super happy with where they are in terms of like their growth, stuff like that? Well, I would say if they're having a hard time having a community and keeping a solid group of people around, maybe analyze the game that you're playing because there's Mm -hmm. so many games out there, but there's a lot of saturated games like Apex, Valorant. Fortnite. There's a ton of streamers there and there's a ton of streamers that aren't getting many people to watch them. Um, I don't I'm not saying that it isn't a good idea to play those games because you can definitely post on socials like TikTok, Instagram, poster clips, Mm -hmm. overdo it, post like 10 times a day. Why not? But I think that starting out playing a smaller game like, oh, gosh, you could play VHS like that's blowing up Dead by Mm -hmm. Daylight. 
last mm-hmm. year, even though I think that game fell off, but like smaller games that have a tight knit community, yeah. I feel like you'll have a better time at growing and meeting a great poop, great group of people that you can bond with and get yeah. to know and have similar interests that you have um, mm-hmm. by looking into games that are smaller that you can, you know, grow faster with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. Like I stumbled upon um, this game, Drug Dealer Simulator. Have you have you heard of it? <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's it's very silly. You basically deal make drugs. drugs and deal drugs. <laughs> it had like Is no it like con- GTA. <laughs> it, it's like very like Walmart version. Like it's, oh, really? it's first GTA? person. Yeah, like you. That's so funny. You have a you you buy safe houses and you buy like equipment and you buy like components to put it all together you gotta like bag it up and <laughs> do deliveries it's well, now so... I'm curious. is that gonna be my main game now <laughs> yeah. and the the funny thing about that is uh what you're describing i was like well i'm gonna try this silly game it's called drug dealer simulator i streamed it for a week and each stream i was getting like almost 100 people over 100 people and i wasn't even like posting content about it i was just going live playing drug dealer simulator (laughs) and i had people sending me messages being like yo you got to create youtube videos on this you got to do this and that and like we need you to do stuff but i'm like there was at the time there wasn't a lot of content to it like you would get maybe six hours of new gameplay and then mm-hmm. you've done everything you can in the game. So for me, I was like, I can't. Like, I probably but could turn it into loved something. It. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, it was. It was really stupid. I was like looking up YouTube videos and like Reddit articles for like best ingredients to use. It's just, it's really dumb. <laughs> but like you, you never know. Like that. Yeah, like I feel like games like that where they, it's not a lot of people streaming it or a mm-hmm. lot of people watching it. Like when I played Outlast and Outlast One and Outlast Two on my stream, I remember I had so many people come in who weren't like part of my community, they just follow and they're like, hey, I'm so excited to watch you play Outlast. Like, mm-hmm. I love this game so much, but it's hard to find um, like interesting streamers or streamers who are like have never played it or whatever, like yeah. play it. So it's like they're kind of waiting to mm-hmm. find someone play this game and then oh, they cool. soon become part of your community of the game that you normally play. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's really important to mix it up because I've I've done some variety of stuff, and if you if you want to make it a DVD, I think it helps to stay in like the horror realm. So mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I played Until Dawn uh, oh, a while back, a and that was super game. fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. And the funny thing is, I really enjoyed. I forgot the character names by now, but like the really bitchy character, I oh, kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of liked her. I was like, I, I I'm kind of vibing with. Okay, good, Team Jessica. Yes, I love them all. <laughs> yeah, I so. love that game. Oh my gosh, I I've watched so many um like playthroughs of it. I've watched playthroughs when you do everything right and playthroughs mm-hmm. when you do everything wrong but okay. i haven't played it myself <laughs> okay yeah yeah no it's super fun and uh yeah it's and i was getting people like that too they were like hey i've first time hanging out and i just like going and finding people playing this for the first time so yeah uh, yeah I, I think that's good advice though to to kind of mix things up yeah um, it's healthy too for your mental health to mix it up <laughs> oh totally now when you were signing up for Twitch, I think the answer is going to be pretty obvious, but how did you land on your name, Audrey? <laughs> like, oh my did you have gosh. a story on that? The evolution of my name change. Um, so when I first ever made my Twitch account, 
Mm-hmm. I literally just put my first and last name, but it was before I started streaming. I just put my first okay. and last name. Oh, and I was like, yeah. and then when I was like contemplating like streaming, I was like, maybe this should not be my name. I don't want to yeah. like dox myself. Oh, exactly. So yeah. I changed it to my Instagram name at the time, which was ODDR underscore Y. Okay. But the underscore was supposed to pose as an E, mm-hmm. but no one really caught on. Like they would call me. Oh. I remember when I would follow people, they'd be like, yo, what's up? odor or otter why and i'm like okay this name has got to go yeah so then i changed it when i um i think when i was like approaching partner like i got affiliate Mm. i changed it to o-d-d-r-e-y-y yeah so two y so pretty much the name that i have now except it's only with Mm -hmm. one y yeah but i knew that i wanted a simple name that was my name i didn't want to like do a different name i wanted it to be like my name um so i was so lucky honestly to get the name that i have now on twitch because it's short it's sweet and it's my name. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah I, yeah, I think it's super great. Like, because I think I ran into you first on TikTok. And I was like, oh, cool. This person's name's Audrey. And yeah. then I was like, I went into your Twitch stream. I was like, oh, that's your name. <laughs> that's really yeah. cool. <laughs> that's I pretty know. unique. I got so lucky with it. I remember I someone else had the account, but it was an inactive account. And mm-hmm. when you get partner, you can ask Twitch once, like, hey, can you help oh, right. me get this name on an inactive account? And I remember mm-hmm. I was like, I delayed it for so long. I think I delayed it for like two or three months after I got partner because I was like, mm-hmm. it's a rebrand. It is because you have yeah. to remake all your links and yada, oh, yada, yeah. yada. But I was like, I think I want to do it because that would look so cool. Like what oh, a yeah. six letter name. I just think it would look so snazzy. So oh, I finally awesome. did it. And yeah. Best name ever. I'm very happy to have it. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you, do you want to talk about your what it was like when you got partnered? Like, how did that feel when you first oh read the gosh. email? Well, it's almost like I didn't even expect it because I wasn't, I'm, I don't post on YouTube and I didn't at the time and I didn't really post on TikTok. And if I did, it was just like kind of clumsy edits, nothing like mm-hmm. crazy cool. But I just, I felt like I just wasn't expecting it because I treated streaming like a hobby, but I cared about it so much to do it forever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like getting partner was kind of like, hey, like you're a streamer and you are a partner and a lot of people are going to see that and think, you know, like you're important, like you got to mm-hmm. fulfill that role. So I feel like after I got partner, I tried to treat it more like a business and like a job and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people get lost in that. And there's this thing called partner depression. And okay. it's almost yeah. as if you're not partner and people are trying so hard to support you and be there and leave you a lurk and whatnot. And then when you hit partner, it's almost as if sometimes in some cases people do forget about you Mm-hmm. Or you're like, oh, you're Hollywood now or mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of sets in on streamers after they get partner. And after a couple months, they're like, oh, my gosh, I worked so hard to get here. But why does it feel like not the best? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you yeah. get partner, you think, oh, my gosh, like more emotes and a partner oh, yeah. badge and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe sponsorships or whatever. But yeah. it's it's not always like that for some people. And that's mm-hmm. OK. If yeah. you hit partner, don't expect like rainbows and miracles to happen right away you got to keep grinding you got to keep posting if more even at that yeah Um, yeah one of my friends uh i was in her stream when she was talking about when she got partnered she was like Mm -hmm. it was awesome and she was like at that point though that's when it felt like the real work started was when she got partnered and i was like oh well that's cool Yeah, yeah it is cool and it's just stressful. I feel like a lot of people don't expect it when they get partnered. They're like, oh, my gosh, partner. And then all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. like, OK, it's grind time. Like I have to yeah. start posting everywhere and consistently and actually treat mm-hmm. it like like this is my career. Like I'm a streamer. I need to start, 
you know, posting on YouTube consistently, TikTok consistently, mm-hmm. get my name out there, keep growing variety. Like I think the smartest thing you can do as you keep growing as a streamer is yeah. variety. Because oh, yeah. if you are are continuously growing, but you stay in one category, mm-hmm. you're not going to meet those people in like just chatting or different games like, you yeah. know, XQC and like Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Like they're all variety streamers. And that's, I think, yeah. how they grew. Oh, yeah. But uh, they probably started in one game. And mm-hmm. then after they started growing to a crazy size, then they're like, okay, let's do something different. Let's just have a dance yeah. party or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you're saying right now is something I've had in my brain for like the longest time. And I've, I've, planted seeds out there and hasn't really grown to anything yet but Mm -hmm. i think with a game like dead by daylight especially the community um we've seen bigger streamers provide the blueprint for growing and finding success Mm -hmm. remember when among us was huge like two years ago like imagine playing a game like that but it's like dbd content creators playing among us or, or whatever right and um, I think that collaborations are often overlooked in this community. And I, I do see people doing that. But mm-hmm. like, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Pokimane, uh, Valkyrie and uh, Nico and XQC, yeah, they're all so close. Ludwig. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, uh, all of them are kind of exploded together by playing these games together and just mm-hmm. doing these cool collabs. So, yeah, what you're saying, I, I think, is really, really rings true. And that's something I've, I've had in my brain for quite some time. People love that when you're on, when you're on TikTok and you post two different perspectives of stuff like. Oh, yeah. People, people love seeing people together and like doing like a streamer with someone else or doing voice comps in their stream. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like it's very rare in the DVD community for people to do that. I feel like mm-hmm. we all in certain ways have a hard time reaching out to one another because we're yeah. all kind of scared of like, maybe they don't oh, yeah. like me. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they saw me face camping as Bubba mm-hmm. and I was talking shit and oh, they yeah. don't like me because of that. Like, I feel like we're all a little timid in the sense of oh, reaching yeah. out to one another and being like, hey, mm-hmm. do you want to play or do you mm-hmm. want to do a KYF together or something like that? Yeah. But um, I, I genuinely feel like if there was a way we could all come together, I feel like everyone would be down to do that. Oh, totally. Because everyone talks about that. And every time I go on Twitter, someone's like, I don't know how to reach out. But if you guys want to play, like, let mm-hmm. me know. And I think everyone's <laughs> kind of like that in the DVD community, like oh, yeah. smaller to mid growth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is um, I, I feel that exact same way. And the the thing that really sucks is I've reached out to people like mm-hmm. who I thought would be really into playing with me. Yeah. And they'll say, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, here's my code. Add me. And then they mm-hmm. never add me. And I'm like, shit, they didn't add me. Like they hate me. And yeah, I, I don't know why that always happens <laughs> because like, I'm not going to lie. I've done the same yeah. thing, but it's not yeah. even like I don't want to play with them. It's almost like mm-hmm. if I'm not streaming, then I'm mm-hmm. probably not playing Dead by Daylight or I'm editing or whatever. And I think a lot yeah. of people are like that. Like if they're streaming and you come in and you say, hey, do you want to play? I feel Mm -hmm. like they would be down. But so many people are like scared to say, I don't want to be that one person in chat that's like, yo, can I join you? But it's almost (laughs) like that's the best time to ask someone because they're more they're probably going to say yes, honestly, because off stream, it's like, oh, like, do I want to play off stream? Do I want to play right now? But on stream, Mm -hmm. it's like I'd be down. But you've got to come in and ask me or other (laughs) way around. But then both of you end up not doing it, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I had a situation where um, a guy sent me a message and I received like three similar messages to that mm-hmm. uh, from other people. And I responded to the other people, but not him because I thought I did respond to him with, yeah, Aww. let's do that. So I felt so awkward. Like six weeks later, I'm 
going through my messages. I was like, shit, I didn't respond I to you. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. I, I didn't mean to. Like, I'm not being an asshole. I just. Yeah, I know. It happens. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people who, like, go out of their way to reach out. And then mm-hmm. you, as the person who they're reaching out to, you see it and you're like, in your mind, you're like, yes. But right mm-hmm. now, I don't have the mental response to or the emotional response to respond to you, but I oh, want yeah. to, and I plan yeah. to respond. And then soon, three weeks later, then you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot to respond. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you're not alone. Anybody listening, if you can relate to this in any way, it, it's not you. It's just... We're all in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing the same things. Um, You mentioned TikTok. Like, do you want to talk about your experience with TikTok? Like how you got into TikTok and posting on there? Well, I'm still, I'm not going to lie. I still feel very new to TikTok. Like I'm Mm -hmm. definitely an avid viewer of TikToks. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm constantly watching new Dead by Daylight TikTokers and whatnot and what they're posting. And I constantly watch yours and the Mm -hmm. people that I follow. But um, for me, it's like, I'm so inconsistent with it. And that's something that I'm working on. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the content that I... Um, would have for TikTok is from Twitch, but I almost feel like it's not what I want to post on TikTok. I feel yeah. like I want to post off stream stuff, like either right. just me and my setup making something or mm-hmm. like a clip that I got off stream or like yeah. a YouTube video, like where I do a voiceover, something like that. It's almost right. like I love my Twitch moments and the Twitch clips that I get, but mm-hmm. something is stopping me from posting it on TikTok. And I don't know what it is. I feel oh. like my personality on Twitch is very comfortable. I'm very comfortable mm-hmm. with my stream and my community, but I almost feel like people on TikTok from like a 10 second clip wouldn't really understand that and might be like judgmental of it. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Oh, they might yeah. be like, why are you so loud or why are you so this? And I'm yeah. like, you just got to catch me live sometime and you'll figure yeah. me out soon. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. And people will have those reactions. Like I uh, I posted a thing a while back. I don't know if you saw it. It was about a week or two ago where it was a Jill who was at an open exit gate. And like I had like three hooks the whole game. And she's like standing oh at the God, open yes. exit gate and, and just like delaying the game. I'm like yeah. on the other side of the map. So... I just waited there for like 90 seconds while she was waiting there for 90 seconds doing Don't nothing. you hate that? Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, like, leave, girl. You won. Yeah, yeah. So I I talked about that. I'm like, I hate when this happens. And then people were in the comments like, you're such a fucking crybaby. Grow up. It's just a game. You're a piece of shit. And I'm like, whoa, relax. Like, how but did we seriously, get there? <laughs> I mean, like. Obviously, you could push them out, but it's mostly just to prove a point. Like, I'm posting mm-hmm. this TikTok to show you, like, hey, if you're a survivor who does this, here's my POV. Please don't do that. It hurts yeah. my heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, all it was meant to be. be. Dick, you know? Yeah, that's all it was meant to be. And then they just twisted the knife even deeper. Yeah, and it, being it's like, like You're that. just a crybaby. Yeah, I, I try to not let comments get to me. Um, mm-hmm. The best way for me actually to like ignore comments and not is to not look at them at all i hardly ever look at my comment because i just i think about myself and i would never comment something negative on someone else's post because Mm -hmm. i always go into something looking at it from a positive and i don't judge it right away because i'm like this could be wholesome this could be like their humor and i'm like who am i to say anything bad who am i to judge this when i Mm -hmm. would want the same respect from my tiktoks so when i get hate comments and stuff and i see it building up in like my activity I just mm-hmm. don't even want to go to the TikTok and look at it because yeah. it'll just make me second guess it and want to archive the TikTok and not even keep it up. Oh, totally. 
Yeah, but I've that's been just there me. a lot. I think you yeah. should look at comments, but I'm just yeah. so sensitive and I don't want to see anything negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. Um, I was going to ask you too, like when when it comes to content creation, whether it's TikTok or Twitch, like mm-hmm. um, do you do you get a lot of hate because you're a female streamer, because you're um, oh a gosh. girl gamer? And how um, do you deal with it? Sometimes, but it's always like straight dudes like it really is it's always the guys that are like oh well you're a hot girl on twitch it's probably really easy to grow like that's probably why you have a community and a following is because you're (laughs) and i'm like yeah totally like that is solely the reason why i'm where i'm at because i'm a girl i don't (laughs) think it's like that at all like Mm -hmm. since I've been streaming since 2019 I feel like I've gotten to know things and I just feel like it's just different every perspective like I feel like you have to have a personality and you have to be entertaining and you just have to like love what you're doing love your community and find a community that is the same as you has the same humor and whatnot and that's how you're really going to grow is the more comfortable that you are um I really I, I mean like if you look at the top stats it is more men than it is females but which is unfortunate but i feel like you know the world is changing like every day that goes by things could be different so i'm hoping for change and hoping you know things change and women start rising to the top as well Mm -hmm. but um i just don't agree that it's easier for females i mean of course it helps of course like being nice helps you know but being yourself and just seriously not caring what people think and whatever just really helps you grow in the in the long run yeah yeah and i think i i agree with you on that like it's just i i see that a lot in every community Mm-hmm. And I've seen it in the DVD community as well, where people are like, it actually happened to a friend of mine while she was streaming. She went to go say hi to another streamer who was in the lobby with her. And he was live at the time. She went to go say hi, GG. But when she went in there, he was watching her stream. He's like, oh, yeah, she's a girl. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. she's probably got her her male simps gifting oh, her subs. And it's like she went to go say GG, dude. I like, know. You're so that is weird. so frustrating. You know, that's one thing with TTV in Steam names. It's like mm-hmm. you see that, and I feel like everyone's first reaction is like, oh, it's a TTV. But they're mm-hmm. like, let me go see if they're live. And you're not thinking yeah. anything negative before the game. You're just thinking, are they live? Let's go check it out. But yeah. as the game goes on, you kind of see like what they're like. If they're seriously mm-hmm. ripping you apart and it's like almost beyond game banter, you're almost oh, scared yeah. to say anything after because you're like, oh, what yeah. if they're like, fuck you, like you're yeah. playing killer, like how dare you? Or <laughs> yeah. you're playing survivor and you clicked or you teabagged or anything. It's like it's there's so many limited actions that you can do in Dead by Daylight as a survivor mm-hmm. pointing, clicking, teabagging, oh, whatever. Yeah. but there's no emoting yeah. like Fortnite and yeah. killer. You just give nodders or nopers. Yeah. People in the DBD community like. Some people take it really, really personally if you do stuff mm-hmm. like that because there's no voice comms. That's the only way you can interact. Yeah. So it's a little bit toxic in that sense because people really do take it seriously because they're a bit sensitive. And I can understand that. Sometimes I do. But yeah. hopefully like that can change mm-hmm. down the line because it really like I feel like that just pushes people apart because that could be it a does. friendship. But instead, yeah. like we get mad over how the game went, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I'll tell you and I'll tell anybody listening, I've been on that. I've been on that nasty side. I've definitely been that rude person, but I've scaled that back quite a bit. And like, you know, it's an emotional game, right? People get emotional. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, um, that's not an excuse for being rude to somebody. 
and yeah, uh, give people a chance. Like you might end up really liking them just because you may have had a bad game. Maybe mm-hmm. stick around in their stream and just watch how other games go, and you might end up yeah. really liking them or having some oh, things yeah. in common. You know? Yeah, there was actually a. I made a really good friend through DVD, and he was like teabagging me at every pallet. I was playing Bubba, <laughs> and it was on um, Haddonfield. Uh-huh. So it's really bad map for me. Oh yeah. Uh, but oh gosh, you it's know, brutal for killer. It is. So he he ran me, but it was a fun. I had fun. I had fun chasing him. Oh, that's good. He was doing all the stuff, clicking, teabagging, and <laughs> I I didn't take offense to it. And like we we're not super close or anything, but we're still friendly enough so that when he's in my stream or I go to his stream, we're we're always very friendly. And yeah, um, it's better to laugh off those things. Like ah, oh, they're yeah. teabagging. Like laugh it off because they on their side they could be laughing like haha, like this is funny. Like they're cute. They're wholesome. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, you know, screw you, I'm going to teabag, like, da, 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 da. like it might be just <laughs> all in fun and everyone's yeah. just smiling. Just try yeah. and be lighthearted with those situations. Not every survivor is going to be extremely toxic on the outside mm-hmm. when you go to their stream or even if they're not streaming, they might just have really good intentions, but like being kind of a nuisance in game. Oh, Same yeah. with killer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like my friend, he was just doing it just to have fun. And like while he was teabagging, he was like, oh, yeah, come get it, Bubba. Come kiss my booty and all this stuff. And it wasn't like <laughs> he liked anything the attention. at me. That's yeah. Good, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're playing uh, the game, is there anything that ever upsets you or gets you a little to be honest i'm a hardcore survivor main when i play killer i feel like i get ticked off low-key easily because i'm so like bad with it not extremely rank 20 but uh my skill sets definitely lie in survivor more than it does killer so -hmm. when i play like killers that i don't play very often like i don't have every killer leveled up um but like when i play like hag or um Oni or like Trapper or killers Mm -hmm. that I just don't play very much or I hardly have leveled up or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have such a frustrating time because I know that I'm not playing well. And if I'm live and I'm playing these killers, oh my God, I'm mauled in. I just oh, want to yeah. go back to Survivor, my comfort place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brutal, right? Because like all the killers, they all more or less play differently. They've got yeah, different they powers. So you mm-hmm. need to spend a certain amount of t- like pl- playing Huntress is not the same as playing Trapper. No. Or and like there's different perk builds for every single killer and you may not even yeah. have those perks. That's yeah. why I can't even imagine what it's like when you're first starting out as a new player and mm. you're like, okay, I have to buy every single killer, every single survivor, and I can't wait <laughs> yeah. for these shrines. And then yeah. you have to grind for blood points to put into them. It's oh, just yeah. a grindy game. It is. I um I did a recent thing where I tracked how many blood points it took mm-hmm. to get all the perks on one survivor. Now, this was at Prestige 3, so it might be a little bit higher because when you prestige you get more rare items i guess yeah, but um, so we've heard <laughs> yeah so we've heard it's like one percent more likely to get rarer items but um it it was about eight eight point two million blood points it wow. took to, to get that... all the perks isn't that crazy it is <laughs> because i literally just prestiged three people kind of at the same time and i feel yeah. like i've been putting points in them for weeks and i'm like when am i gonna get all these freaking perks unlocked this has been taking yeah. forever Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when you spend a million, you get to about level 35, maybe level 36. So it's it's brutal. Keep at it. If you have a passion (laughs) for DVD, keep grinding, guys. Keep grinding so you can get perks like empathy on your on your survivors. Dead hard, like eight million blood points later. It's literally the last perk. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I've, um, I really wanted to play Trapper when I first started, but I'd never, I could never get corrupt intervention on him. And I, I think Aww. I put about, I put about like 3 million blood points into him and I never got it. So I just never went back. Oh, really? Trapper. You never played Trapper <laughs> yeah. and put points into him again? No, no. way. <laughs> I was like, screw that. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, getting back to TikTok really quick. Like you said, you watch a lot of TikTok. I like to ask people, like, what do you like to watch? When you're, what are you hoping to see when you're on TikTok? To be honest, I love meme-filled edits. I okay. love it. I eat it yeah. up. Uh, if it's like nice. no webcam, but just like their gameplay, but it's filled with memes. Like if they stun the killer with a pallet and it's like a Roblox noise or something like yeah. that. Or like when the killer comes around the corner and it's like, come here, boy. I love oh, it. Yeah. I think it's yeah. so funny. I it, mm-hmm. it keeps me entertained from like the beginning so I definitely like meme filled edits where it's just gameplay. Yeah. But I really also enjoy watching uh, clips where it's like the streamers like head at the top and mm-hmm. then their gameplay because I can kind of get a sense of like what that streamers like their yeah. content, what they're into, how they play the game, who they main, yada, yeah. yada, yada. But the best part about TikTok is you can meet so many people. That's why oh, it's totally. great. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I've definitely met a lot of people through TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the podcast. I think I've met everybody through TikTok. Everybody I've... Uh, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, yeah. it seriously is, like, the best place to start out if you're just starting content creation. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of people think, oh, my God, I'm streaming. So does that mean that I have to start YouTube? It's like, there's this beautiful app called TikTok. <laughs> have fun yeah. with it. Seriously, yeah. you can post whatever and people are going to be into it. I mean, oh, yeah. be passionate about what you post and be mm. confident with it, but yeah. you're going to meet some amazing people and, and friends too. So that's why oh, totally. I love TikTok because of the people. Yeah. Now, when you're uh, on the flip side of TikTok, what are your auto skips? Like, do you, when, you, when you're flipping through, is there anything? Um, that well, really... my For You page is a little bit of, it's a lot of Dead by Daylight and it's a lot mm-hmm. of like, uh, what you need from Amazon. Oh. <laughs> Stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. So, yeah. to be honest, I feel like I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like some content creators post the same thing every single time like if they're posting like clips from twitch and it's like them talking to their stream but then like later into it it's like them playing the game i Mm -hmm. like that but i feel like try something different too like do that with other things because Mm -hmm. you want to like keep the people who are following you on tiktok guessing like what is what are they going to post like what's it this time like is it going to be gameplay is it going to be meme filled is it going to be a twitch clip and all of them are interesting but find Mm -hmm. a balance with Try it all. Like if you yeah. want to do like something completely different, like one thing I really like about your TikToks is that randomly you'll do like a go touch grass. I think that's oh, yeah. awesome. Like you could do <laughs> yeah. random stuff like that, like just doing yeah. an in-person TikTok where yeah. you're not at your setup or you're not streaming or it's not mm-hmm. just a clip of your gameplay without you. It, it's fun. And, and people do like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that like um, and again, if we're providing advice for people listening, if you can provide like a mini movie within mm-hmm eight to 50 seconds like um did 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 you ever watch casey neistat on youtube yes i did because of emma chamberlain okay nice yeah Yeah. i love emma chamberlain she's one of my favorites my queen i love her coffee oh i haven't tried it i've been tempted to order yeah so good i think they sell it at like whole foods and stuff Okay. Yeah. So I, um, funny thing is like sidestep a second talking about Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> Casey Neistat, back on Casey Neistat. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, but no, getting back to Emma Chamberlain though, like, um, she inspires me in a big way. And, uh, 
you know, I'm like old enough to be her dad pretty much. And the funny thing is I'll be watching Emma Chamberlain videos in my living room. So I, like, I love watching YouTube videos on my couch mm-hmm. and my wife will come in. She's like, why do you watch her? I'm like, she's just so entertaining and funny. Yeah. And the funny thing is like, maybe not super relatable to me, but like I feel more plugged into what she's doing and really yeah. enjoy Every time she makes a YouTube video, she's incredibly confident in whatever she's doing. And she seriously does not give a fuck about anything. Like, like in the sense of like, whatever I'm doing makes me happy. And I don't Mm -hmm. really care if anyone doesn't like it. And she's very open with mental health, too. Oh, yeah. And even when she goes on podcasts or like interviews, she's outspoken, which I love because I'm a bit outspoken. But I love Mm -hmm. people like that because they're genuine and they may not have a filter, but they're being authentically themselves and trying to give a piece of themselves in everything that they do. It's like content is art. And if you it can is. put a piece of yourself in your content, that is mm-hmm. art and it's beautiful. Yeah. I love her too. I, I totally agree <laughs> with you there. She's right great. On. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause like the thing is when it comes to content creation, people, uh, whether they're conscious of it or not, people know and they see bullshit. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, they can also tell when you're just being authentic and very much just revealing who you are as a person. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people struggle with that as they grow, like opening up or talking about their home life or mm-hmm. being like private. Like, I think that, of course, like if you want to be a private person, you keep things to yourself. That's totally fine. But mm-hmm. the more that you open up and reveal things to your community and your stream, people mm-hmm. are going to know like, oh, my God, we are so lucky to know that. Like, yeah, from me as a viewer, when I go into someone's stream, and um like they reveal something that we haven't heard before i'm like oh my gosh like yeah. we know that about them like that's so <laughs> nice of them to share yeah. you know like they're oh, comfortable totally. enough like so be comfortable and share what you want to share but the more mm-hmm. that you do share like people are so grateful for that that you're willing to yeah. share stuff about yourself and it makes them feel more comfortable talking about themselves and that mm-hmm. creates a bond that's a community oh totally yeah, yeah exactly that's how you get closer with people now they exactly. feel closer to you sharing and... stories and about yourself yeah. and making people feel more comfortable opening up to you and yeah. yada yada <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, and that that's what I was getting to with um, Casey Neistat's videos. Like he uh, he's like got a filmmaker filmmaker background. Right. Mm-hmm. So he puts that into his YouTube. And I haven't been watching his stuff in like the last year or two. But the thing is, like he did a video where he talked about how every time he makes one of his videos, he wants he wants it to have kind of a movie plot. He wants to yeah, I love have it. a beginning, a middle, and an end where mm-hmm. he presents a problem. And then the body of the video is him working to resolve it. And then the end is him overcoming that problem. Yeah. Or, I think or that's not why a lot of people like it. his videos too, because it's almost like a mini movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to like, TikTok, I think a lot of people out there are doing it. I'm trying to do it too. You present a problem. Okay, the exit gate's open, but my friend is on a hook on the other side of the map. I got to get them off, get them out. Then Yeah, I like that as well with DBD. Like when people start off with um, like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it goes into what happened. And yeah. then the end result, like if you're getting face camped, like that's funny. And it's also like something interesting to watch. People are probably yeah. going to want to share with their friends, like, look at this. Like, this is hilarious. Like, it's almost like <laughs> yeah. a, a movie. People's content is inspiring in that way because you're like, OK, that's giving me ideas for what maybe I could do or like put my yeah. own spin on it with my personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I agree with yeah. you, like mini movie stuff like on yeah. TikTok because it's like it's like a miniature version of YouTube. Oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. Now, when you're streaming 
uh, on Twitch and mm-hmm. uh, playing DVD, like how conscious are you that I've got to play this game? And I notice you do play at a pretty high level. Uh, how do you kind of be conscious of that aspect as well as like, hey, I've got people here watching me that want to be entertained. Like, how do you uh, how do you sprinkle in entertainment to um to be honest, like play. if I'm playing Survivor, which I do most of the time, I really, really try not to do gens. But mm-hmm. it's not like I want to fuck over my teammates and be like, I don't want to do gens because I don't care and I'm edgy. It's more just like yeah. I'm streaming. I really want to do whatever I can to entertain people, entertain myself, pull off moves that I'm even impressed with. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to go for everything cool in Dead by Daylight and like things that could happen. Like that's the best part about Dead by Daylight is like, yeah, you do gens, you have an objective, you escape the killer, you loop the killer and then you get out. But every game is different because every build is different. Every Mm -hmm. killer is different. Every killer's personality and how they play is different. Survivor, whatever. So for me, I just try to stay away from gens when I'm streaming because holding M1 is so boring for me. Mm -hmm. And when I watch people, I'm like, to be honest, I feel like I hardly ever notice if they're doing gens because it feels like it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of other streamers feel that way when they're playing Survivor. They're like, they probably get stressed out when they're doing gens because they're like, I really want to keep this entertaining and do whatever I can to keep it cool. And I think that's a great thing with solo queue as well Mm -hmm. because as fun as it is to four stack Swift, the best Mm -hmm. part about solo queue is it's you and three people you have no idea anything about. So (laughs) yeah. You're kind of figuring it out all together and mm-hmm. hopefully it goes well, but you really don't know the outcome. Whereas with a four stack swift, if you're all insanely cracked and you're all yeah. trying to get the killer's attention, you're all not doing gens, then it's probably a not the funnest game. But yeah. if it's just you and you're the juicer on the team, then protect Meg, Dwight and Claude and, and loop the killer <laughs> yeah. for five gens and then expect to die on your first tuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, when when it came to picking your your main for Survivor, I noticed you play a lot of Claudette, and I uh-huh. think you said you play Meg as well. Like, how did you land on Claudette and Meg? To be honest, okay, so Meg was my first love, definitely, and then okay. Claude was a survivor that I started playing because I loved her movement. Um, mm-hmm. I never really noticed it at first until I started like dabbling and moonwalking, and I noticed that Claude had such a crispy movement; it just felt so good. And that's okay. kind of originally why I fell in love with her because of her movement. Oh, but cool. lately I've just been like getting all of her cosmetics and falling in love with her in that aspect. So she's yeah. she's my baby, but it originated from her movement, to be honest. Like if you are first oh, wow. starting out as a survivor, Claude mm-hmm. is the best movement survivor, in my opinion. Wow. I never yeah. heard that before. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Because like there's a lot of things out there. Like people say they like to play Lori or Nancy because they're like the smallest characters. And mm-hmm. maybe their hitbox is the same, but they're harder to see. And yeah, so many yeah. weird little nuances to this game. Right. I know. Like everyone's <laughs> like, you know, male survivors are bigger and bulkier. And like mm-hmm. before native, uh, you know, or like native is implemented in the game. But before that, you know, stretch res was a thing. So yeah, a lot of people did stretch res and played male characters and it wasn't that big of a deal because it felt like you were playing everyone else because it wasn't like a male character was taking up all of your screen. Yeah. But now that native is implemented, at least for me, like I try to steer clear from uh, male survivors just because I feel like they're taking up so much of my screen that I can hardly ah. see and I feel like I have a hard time 316. Yeah. But with yeah. smaller female survivors like Claude, Cheryl, mm-hmm. um, Jill, like those survivors' movement is really, really nice and crispy and I feel like you're going to feel the most confident looping with survivors with similar movement like theirs yeah i like that that's cool yeah now 
Um, I wanted to, I wanted to change gears, like ta- still talking about content creation and, and such. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think in the past you've sort of dabbled with like your cameras on for the most part. Right. But like, you've done some no cam streams in the yeah. past, right? How, how did mm-hmm. you feel about that doing that? Um, okay. So at first I was very scared to do no cam streams because I always have, uh, been a webcam streamer and I'm very mm-hmm. happy with webcam. I've never wanted to be a no cam streamer. Um, yeah. The only times in my life where I was like thinking maybe I should be no cam was when I was uh, struggling with acne. And Mm -hmm. um, when I first went on Accutane, um, I just wanted to give my skin a break. I didn't want to get dolled up all the time. I just wanted to let my skin breathe. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of why I started doing no cam streams just to like be comfortable, not wear makeup. It's not that I'm not confident to not show my stream, but Mm -hmm. I perform my best and I feel my best when I'm, you know, spruced up (laughs) yeah and so i like doing webcam streams when i have makeup on and stuff like that but when i do no cam it's Mm -hmm. more just to let my skin breathe let me breathe if i didn't feel well that morning or the night before if i'm not feeling the best having a gloomy day it's Mm -hmm. nice to do no cam um and i think that should be like normalized a bit because i feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of uh webcam streamers feel so much pressure to do webcam all the time And I can understand that in a sense, because you don't you get scared that people won't like you if you don't show your face. But it's still you, you know, you're still there. They can picture your face. They can see you Mm -hmm. smiling without seeing you smile. Um, Give yourself a day if you need it. Yeah, Yeah, I I originally did it just because like I had acne and I needed to let my skin breathe and I didn't want to wear makeup. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I was uh, before we started this talk, I was going to I gave you a heads up. I was like, is it okay if we talk about your journey with Accutane? And Mm -hmm. because like, I I think that one of the things that really struck me was uh, when I did the interview with Erica, like so many people were like, I could relate to you so many ways, like when you're talking about this and this and this. And yeah, some people might be listening and think that, hey, you know, I'm struggling with acne or struggling with my appearance well yeah yeah, confidence stuff like that so how did how did you uh learn about Accutane like obviously this isn't an ad for Accutane no no I get it no it was honestly kind of random when I first started streaming my skin had just cleared because I was on a different medication so Mm -hmm. I kind of had all this new confidence I just got this new setup I worked all summer and I wasn't working for the rest of you know the year because I was in school so I just bought this setup my skin was clear I was feeling Mm -hmm. good I had all this confidence and then about, gosh, was it like, oh, maybe like six months to eight months into streaming, I started breaking out again, uh, right mm-hmm. when COVID hit, actually, because I couldn't get okay. my blood drawn to get my medication. Yeah. Um, so I started breaking out again. And it was really frustrating because like, I, I wanted to stream every single day, um, but I had to put on makeup every day. And I didn't have to, but I wanted to. Right. Um, and that's when I felt the most confident. So I started not being as consistent. I would stream every other day because I didn't want to do no cam streams. So mm-hmm. I would stream... Let's say I would stream Monday with Cam and then Tuesday I would take off because I didn't want to do a no Cam stream um, because I just felt guilty. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I slowly started realizing like, hey, like no, no Cam stream is better than no stream at all. A two mm-hmm. hour stream is better than no stream at all. Yeah. So um, basically with Accutane, I started that seven months ago, mm-hmm. about today, um, okay. and it completely cleared my skin. But I, I don't know. You definitely got to look into it before you go on it. It's not easy. Uh, mm-hmm. My experience was not easy in the slightest. It was yeah. definitely really, really difficult. But I'm really glad I did it because I got my confidence back. My skin is yeah. clear. I don't have to be in pain anymore. Yeah. I can touch my face and not have to worry. Oh, um, that's great. 
Yeah, like I went from a period in my life where I was like super depressed and it was because of my no confidence because of acne. I just felt like mm -hmm. I couldn't look anyone in the eye. And that's right when masks, the mask mandate was, um, you know, a thing. Oh, so right. I yeah. felt like really, yeah. really confident with like wearing a mask everywhere I mm -hmm. went because I didn't have to show my face. But online, yeah. Yeah. it was different. So I would oh, say yeah. if you struggle with confidence, that's OK. But mm -hmm. don't not stream if you don't want to show your face. You can do a no cam stream like showing mm -hmm. up is going to make you feel better in the long run rather than taking a day off and then being sad like dang it I took a day off but I does I oh. wasn't feeling well so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah and I, I like um I, I think every streamer goes through something just at varying levels of like your mm -hmm. confidence cuz like you you're putting yourself out there your your yeah. face is out there quite literally <laughs> and uh, I know and getting comments on it and stuff like yeah, whether it's yeah. positive or negative like mm -hmm. constantly having attention drawn to your face has definitely got to make you think about it or look oh, at yeah. it in a different way like what do people think about my face am i attractive do i care if they think i'm attractive like yeah. as long as you know how you feel about yourself no one else's opinions about the way that you look should matter yeah um, compliments are a bonus but mm -hmm. don't read too into them just be happy with yourself that's going to get you a lot further than worrying about what other people think like do they think i look good today they didn't tell yeah. me like yeah. just know you look good always Oh, yeah. I think that's great advice um, yeah. that everybody should should follow because it's such it's a weird world. feel good and perform good. Yeah, because like in the world we live in, our our currency is likes and retweets mm -hmm. it and, is. and views and sub count, all these things. And if those things aren't adding up, you're just going to start thinking of all the worst things. Oh, yeah. Like, Overthinking it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like if you post a TikTok <laughs> with your face in it mm -hmm. and you don't maybe reach the audience that you want to reach or you don't get the amount of likes or views or whatever that you want, mm -hmm. um, which never have that expectation, by the way, that's a very toxic expectation. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, don't overthink it too much. Like, yeah. don't think like, is it the way that I looked in this or is it the way that I talked or was my voice cracking or be confident mm -hmm. in it. Don't take it down. You know what you're made out of and you know what you're proud of. Keep it up. Keep that confidence <laughs> up and it's going to get yeah. you so far. I promise. Some people don't have certain, don't have control over certain things like yeah. Yeah, health issues or like their voice, their appearance. Mm -hmm. or like internet. there are some things. Internet. Yeah. Yeah. All computer, you know, console. Yeah, that's a huge thing for gear. people is like internet crashing their stream or like making their clips pixelated. It happens mm -hmm. to everyone, but yeah. it's not always going to be like that. Um, yeah. But still showing up and putting content out, whether your clips are pixelated or whatever, like that is totally okay. It's still oh, great yeah. content, you know, and at yeah. least you're showing up because a lot oh, of people yeah. don't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, when it comes to Dead by Daylight, um, when you when you're because you play solo queue, right? So uh, what, yeah. are your, <laughs> what are your comfort perks? Do you have a comfort build? Oh, you're like, I gotta have I this have a that. comfort build, but it doesn't always help me out in solo queue. But I would mm -hmm. say my number one comfort build as of right now is Circle of Healing, Any Means Necessary, Dead Hard, and Appraisal. Those are nice. my, that's my favorite build. It's just, it's yeah. fun. It keeps me busy. I don't mm -hmm. have to do gens. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. There's so much to do. Um, and you can, you can find a flashlight. If you don't want a flashlight, you can find a toolbox. You can go Sabo, maybe mm -hmm. a key if, if you're into that or a, a burrito oh, yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and any that's means is just fabulous. You can get so much use out of that. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to realize that, but maybe not know. Try mm -hmm. out any means. It's a wonderful perk. It's really cool. Do you ever use it to uh, to debate killers? Like you, all you the fake. time. It's it's, it's the great, best right? Thing ever. You get a double <laughs> stun, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 
So tell people about that, because some people may not know what we're talking about when you use oh, any yeah. means necessary to trick a killer. Yeah, like, so any means necessary is Yui's perk. And basically what it is, is if you threw a pallet, but the killer didn't break it, you can mm-hmm. basically reset that pallet. It takes maybe like three seconds and then mm-hmm. it's back to normal again. But you yeah. do have like a cooldown for like, I don't know, I think it's like 130 seconds or something like that. But then you can... Yeah. Like throw that pallet again, and if they don't break mm-hmm. it, you could keep resetting it. So, oh yeah, the value that you can get from any means necessary is truly insane. Um, yeah. I definitely urge everyone to try it out because it's fun, and yeah. also it can really help you out as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the thing that I, I like to do with it is, if I'm at a relatively unsafe pallet that's dropped, mm-hmm. you can go press E, and you do like the the motion to pick it up. Yeah. But the killer thinks you're vaulting. So you're like, you do. Oh, really? I've yeah. never tried that. Do it. Yeah. It's oh, the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I bet like, they would fall for it too. Yeah. They fall for it a lot of the time. You you tap E and it doesn't, you can, I think you can do it infinite amount of times. So I'm not sure. Yeah. But, I think you can. Yeah. Cause you, you go and tap E and you do a oh, different and motion. Fall for it, huh? And then okay, they go I'm around the other way. That. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give that a try. It, it's the coolest thing. It's so funny. Um, when you're queued up in a lobby, are <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot with this one. Oh, do you gosh. have any? Do you have any red flags where you're like, oh no, this hmm. looks like bad news? Um, I mean, see, I'm the type of person like if I see a like a a default character mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, that's a juicer. Like, they're, okay, oh really? They got us. Like, they're tricking us. Like, yeah. I I can't always think like because I'm on PC. So right. I can't always think like when I see a PC player, like, oh, they're going to be insane, like just because yeah. they're on PC, because like seriously, like nine times out of 10 PC players mm-hmm. are just as potatoes as the console <laughs> players. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I don't know if I have any red flags. I um, I have more red flags, I feel like, as uh, like for killers. Mm-hmm. But for survivors, I kind of just wait to see what they're like in game. If their name yeah. is like... If they have numbers in their name, I'm not going to lie. I contemplate mm-hmm. dodging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of just like am patient with it because I don't solo queue. My solo queue queue times are so fast, yeah. but I'm just always ready to get in a game. Um, and then if I see them like potatoing throughout the match, then I'll give some constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I have any um, yeah. lobby red flags, to be honest. I kind of yeah. just hope for the best, to be honest. That's cool. I think that's a good outlook. I think I need to do that because like I'm always like. Well, I can't blame you. Uh, this game has scarred us all. <laughs> it has. I'm like, oh no, it's two Dwight's. We know yeah. they're going to do this whole game. Default Forget Dwight's. It. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people think that though. When they see yeah. like default Dwight's or default Megs, they're like, oh Lord, help us. Yeah, exactly. Um, now you talked about Circle of Healing. Now there's a fresh wound in the TBD community. Circle of Healing's getting a nerf. That it's mm-hmm. going from 75% bonus to healing speed to 50% healing speed. What What are your mm-hmm. thoughts when you read that nerf? Well, I actually talked about it with my stream today. And mm-hmm. at first, like we were all saying like, oh my God, it's going to be just like self-care, but it's a speed healing boost. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So self-care is a 50% penalty, but yeah. Uh, circle of healing is a 50% boost so Mm -hmm. it's only going to be like a few seconds longer to heal I think the way that I think about it is the way that DVD is going I think uh, solo queue you should bring self care and Mm -hmm. in a duo to four stack swift bring circle of healing Yeah, Um, I think that's the smartest thing you can do because if you're the type of survivor to want to loop a killer for five gens and you don't really have any teammates like taking hits for you Bring self-care. Any minute that you can get alone or any seconds mm-hmm. that you can get alone from the killer, like if you just stun them with the palette and you can get a quick little like three-second yeah. heal in, 
every single time that you do that is really going to help. Whereas like with circle of healing, you have to go over to the boon. You have to bless mm-hmm. it. Oh, and yeah. it's kind of hard in solo queue. But if you're mm-hmm. a four sex with duo trio, I would say circle of healing. Yeah. But uh, it is kind of unfortunate, especially with the new hemorrhage buff. I feel like yeah, that's, that's right. going to be super frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hemorrhage, what? how does it work? You're going to lose healing yeah, progress it's like 7%, at 7%. Or it's, yeah, 7% yeah. every second or something. So yeah. you can't really 99 heals anymore. Like if you're running spine yeah. chill resilience and self-care yeah. and you're 99 a heal, but they have like a hemorrhage add-on mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. It's really going to work against you. I didn't think about how it would nerf resilient spine yeah. chill builds. Wow. Yeah. It's brutal. Oh, no. Brutal. I know. We were That's talking crazy. about that today and I, yeah. my eyes were just like, my jaw was on the floor. I couldn't believe it. Because yeah. I was just like, when you're reading it, it's like, oh my God, it sounds so much worse. But yeah. then when you talk about it with like, your friends or whatever you're like okay that's not that bad but the killer buffs are going to be brutal still yeah oh wow that's i never yeah. thought about I that I know. like yeah i have a friend who loves to run spine chill resilience and like self-care or a mm-hmm. med kit and he mm-hmm. likes to he'll be like yeah, 99, 99 heels not huh. a good idea anymore wow. i know that's insane what uh what do you think keeps you coming back to dead by daylight day in and day out um to be honest i really do have fun with it like there's mm-hmm. definitely days where i have bad games where it makes me like honestly just sad and i just want to lay down but there's yeah. nothing else <laughs> i'd rather be doing because i'd rather stream and when i think about like yeah i could play another game while streaming but i always want to come back to dead by daylight I yeah. always miss it. I always think about it. It's my favorite game. It's what I'm good at. It's what I've spent time on, money on, whatever. It's yeah. my comfort game. Oh, yeah. um, there are other games that are fun and it's good to take breaks, but it is my comfort game. I know how to play it. I feel confident looping most killers. Yeah. So I think that's what keeps me coming back is like, I can always learn something new and I feel confident in my gameplay, at least as a survivor, oh, uh, yeah. to just keep going and keep learning and trying every single time and having fun because mm. every game is different. It is. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it for me too. It's yeah. Just, it, it's a good time. I, I texted my friend early. We played like one game. I was like, I'm finished work. I have time for one game. Um, And I got killed first. <laughs> I was like, Aww. it wasn't the killer's fault. I, I, I can't hold the killer. Like I just, just potatoed. <laughs> just, yeah. It's just one of those games. I've been there. Trust and, me. It's Especially off stream. I feel like I play. Yeah. I used to play so much better. At least I thought I played so mm-hmm. much better off stream. But yeah. now I feel like if I stream during the day and then I play at night, I think mm. my body is like telling me that's a dead by day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's enough at, at a certain degree, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I texted my friend. I was like, I fucking hate this game. I'm never, <laughs> I'm uninstalling right now. Oh, I've been there. Oh, my God. Blame <laughs> on the game, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of the state of the game right now? Like where we're at in terms of like balancing or like perks? And that's such a complicated question. It is. Because I like I solo queue. So for me, I I try not to complain too much, but I feel like solo queue survivors get the rear end of everything. Like four stack swift. It's kind of like fairy tales and rainbows. You don't really Mm -hmm. have to worry about anything because you got homies are taking a hit for you you got circle yeah. of healing if, the, if you don't have circle of healing then you got each other to heal someone mm-hmm. take a dead hard hit for you whatever but yeah. solo queue you don't have like ride or die teammates you have scared teammates and yeah. you kind of have to be there for them mm-hmm. um so right now i guess in the sense like a four stack swift with comms it's survivor sided but yeah. in a solo queue four stack solo queue it's killer sided yeah. Um, but with the, where the game is headed with like killer buffs and survivor nerfs, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I hope for the best. I really do hope for a balanced game 50-50 in the future, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm hoping. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's tough, right? Because I think that's why people get so heated in the TikTok comments, because somebody who plays solo queue is going to have a different different perspective from somebody who's like, I only play when I have four people on and yeah, and three of us are running circle of healing. All four of us are running, uh, you know, dead hard. Yeah, like that's one of us is going to run unbreakable. If they see your build and you're running like meta. They're like, oh, my God, like they think like it's a four stack swift running meta, but it's like, no, it's just me and I'm by myself and they're running like (laughs) nothing. So I got to like try and keep myself alive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I played a game a couple days ago. This was uh, one of my after work games. And uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, I played against somebody who I know in the community like they, they stream. They're on TikTok and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, in the game, they did nod at me and it wasn't like a toxic. I knew it wasn't toxic. They weren't being toxic. But like I was on a hook. And I was like, OK, I looked around and I had a David Urban Innovation on the other side of the like literally other side of the Ugh. map. And I'm on a hook. Ugh. And then there's like one person on the other side and there's one person like doing a gin and none of them are moving I'm like, okay, I went to second stage. And I was like, okay, I'll just die here. It's so frustrating because you know that they're probably new and they're just Mm -hmm. scared. But you're so upset because you're like, what the heck? Like, I I may have looped the killer for however many gens or you really put your Mm -hmm. back into it and did whatever you could. You greeted pallets or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you just die or get struggle on your first hook. It's so disheartening. But mm-hmm. one thing I constantly have to remind myself is like with MMR in the game and yeah. it completely like for Survivor, it completely being based off escapes through mm-hmm. the door, not hatch. Yeah. You can't really expect to get like cracked Andes, you know, mm-hmm. in your lobbies all the time. You're going to get babies with urban evasion scared and <laughs> yeah. you kind of have to just be like, OK, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is like the person was like, oh, why'd you leave? I, I, I was so stoked to get in a lobby with you because like I just like I got in the second stage. I'm like, I, I'll just die here. Uh, I and, got pissed. Uh, I'm <laughs> I was molding. I was yeah. mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's funny how um, yeah the conversation changes so much depending on how you play yeah. Swift versus solo queue. And- it's almost like you have to put like a whole on mo- like a whole monologue before you post a TikTok. Like, hey, just so you know, I'm solo queue. I'm running these perks mm-hmm. because I got tunneled 15 games in a row. Um, <laughs> yeah. My teammates didn't do anything. I died on my first hook. Um, I clicked because they were tunneling. Yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah, the funny thing is, like, when I put decisive strike on, I'm shocked at how often I get value out of it. Like, I yeah, actually me get too. to decisive strike because it's weird. <laughs> yeah, because when I I feel like I never really run it. Like I mm-hmm. sometimes do, but not like a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally every single time I run it, I feel like I have to use it. But when mm-hmm. I don't run it, maybe I do need it, but I just don't notice it as much. But yeah. when I do run it, I get a, I get value out of it every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll do really dumb stuff. Like I'm like, OK, I'm stuck in no man's land. There's a generator here. I'll go pretend to fix it. And then. Yeah, that's me. smart, too. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very hard to be patient with it as well. Like if you're not mm-hmm. getting tunneled immediately off hook, like yeah. you feel almost like if the killer's not chasing me and they're chasing someone else and they're hard on them, do I really want to mm-hmm. take chase and force my DS? What if I miss it? What oh, if, yeah. Like, you know, they yeah. just keep tunnel me after I use it. So. Mm-hmm. But it, I just feel like every time I do bring it, then I actually do get tunneled and then I need it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's crazy. 
There, is there a killer you 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 get really excited to face like Blight against Blight? Like Re- really, Blight. really? Yes, he's my favorite. I love him wow. so much. Even a cracked Blight, like yeah, I feel like I can learn from really really good Blights and mm-hmm. even baby Blights. Baby Blights are precious angels. They, they are, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like really cracked Blights, I really don't mind going against because I feel like I can learn. Whenever you go against like an insane killer, do you ever feel like I could learn from this? Like yeah. instead of being like, oh my god, they're freaking sweaty and like. Are you like, I could probably like be a better player after this game yeah. though. That's yeah. how I try to look at it at least. Lately, I've definitely been in an effort for my own like mental health while playing this game. I'll just be like, yo, that was that was a good blink. That was a good oh, rush God, right not there. Nurse. I don't know about nurse on that one. Nurses, I'm yeah. over. <laughs> You're over that. Oh yeah. my gosh. They're all cracked. Like, I feel like I it's never true. get a baby anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I um I actually got a baby the other day and they actually uh they recognized me actually and then they're oh. like they're like, Hey, I I I watch your TikToks and then they commented Aww. on my TikTok. They're like, You're I was the nurse and I was lucky that I was using Iron Will. Like I hardly ever use Iron Will. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was using a survivor, I was trying to use like all their offerings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I don't have a lot of perks, I'll just put Iron Will on and mm-hmm. um I even brought an Ormond offering too. So I was oh, going to. Oh, no, you did it to a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, you're so, evil. <laughs> yeah. So I went into the main building. They just could not get me because I was Aww. like breaking line of sight, jumping That's through the So windows. nice they said GG's later, though, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people would be probably pissed. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And me, when I'm on the killer side of that, that equation, I get mad. I'll be like, yeah, you fuckers, you four stack swift brought (laughs) Ormond with iron wills and prove thyself and all all these. You just can't keep up. Like you're like, I'm a one woman machine. I'm trying to figure this out myself. (laughs) You guys got each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite killers is Bubba, but you just you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, because yeah. like you're either gonna get a cute Bubba or just one who. If you get caught in basement, just mm-hmm. end it right there, honestly. Because <laughs> yeah. you're just gonna make your teammates' lives harder because they don't want you to die. Like some yeah. don't, you know. Like mm-hmm. they're probably gonna be like, "Okay, I have BT. I'm gonna try and help you out." They save you with BT. They go down. You take the BT hit. He's got chili, so he gets you again, and then you just end oh, up yeah. dying. And if you don't oh, have yeah. DS, and you're cocked. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I usually just... Uh, They're I us- fun to loop, but not to yeah. get caught. <laughs> by. Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, one of my very first TikToks that kind of gained traction was me going up against a Bubba. And oh, really? I was like teabagging at every window and every pallet and stuff. And people got so mad at me for that. And I was oh, like... Really? Yeah, because I was teabagging. They're like... And then I posted another one of a chase, another chase with that same Bubba. And I was doing the mm-hmm. same stuff and I was being like, really like, oh, Bubba, you suck. I hate you and all stuff. And uh, people took it like it was a personal attack on them. Aww, and it's like it's just in-game banter. Yeah, I'm streaming. Like I have to like I would get bored if I just vaulted through. Like I don't or not even every talking. Time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like imagine you have to like, do something. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Talk about what's happening. If yeah. this is the emotion that you're feeling, which is like. I want to teabag this mother trucker. I'm yeah. going to do it. And I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> do it. Like, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. When you're playing killer, do, does any of that get to you when people teabag or click the flashlight at you and stuff? Yes, because I'm bad. Like, okay, it, it, yeah. I feel like it hurts when it's to a baby. Like, yeah. if it's a cracked killer and I'm playing mm-hmm. survivor, but they're like tunneling or just being like giving BM. 
like mm-hmm. friendly BM, then I'll give friendly BM. Yeah. But if it's like a baby, I don't want to mm-hmm. make them feel any worse because yeah. they're probably already like, dang, this is so hard. I can't catch them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I get it because I've been there. I've been a baby ser- baby killer. I'm still yeah. kind of a baby killer with certain killers. Oh yeah. So I try to not do that stuff. But yeah, it yeah. hurts because you're like, I literally got one hook at five gems. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, it's it's brutal. And I think the thing is, you play this game long enough, and you know when you run into a bad. Well, maybe not bad player is maybe not the baby. most baby baby player, baby killer, yeah. baby survivor. Somebody still learns learning mm-hmm. um doesn't have as many hours as you yeah um i think we can recognize that and actually sergeant yeah. fidget had a tiktok about that once where he was like what's this david doing he like he got into a chase and he instantly dead hearted and he wasn't even within range of attack Aww, and like so and they like <laughs> dead hearted into the wall and he's like what's this david doing and he chased him and he was like trying to hide in plain sight yeah. and stuff and like it turned out that it was like some guy's little kid who wanted to play oh, <laughs> so, oh my gosh you <laughs> really never know thing. who's behind the screen yeah exactly so do you follow uh, a lucid on tiktok Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lucid, he posted yeah. a, he, I, I don't know if it was recent, but I, he posted a TikTok where he was playing killer. I think it was Sadako and he had mm. this Michaela on Larry's and she was the last person alive and she was working on a gen. Oh and, no. And, and she, yeah. And he was like, oh my God, is she working on a gen? And she was so cute. She was brand new. She didn't know what Hatch was. Yeah. And you got to watch it. It was the cutest thing oh, in the world. Oh, I haven't but seen It that reminds one. me of this story. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. The, yeah for just new players running into brand yeah. new players is almost like it's so cute you just want to oh, like, yeah. hold them they're so <laughs> yeah. precious and add yeah. them and play with them and train them up to be your protege <laughs> oh yeah exactly <laughs> um probably the first elusive tiktok i saw the one that i remember the most was when i think he was playing trickster mm-hmm. and he uh put somebody in the basement hooked them and he went to reload at a locker but he didn't realize so he turned to his chat he's like hey guys what do you think of the like blah 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 and mm-hmm. he he's reloading but the thing is he pulled somebody out of the locker and he didn't realize it so he's like walking up the stairs he's like with someone wait. on his shoulders he's like wait somebody's on my shoulder what the hell no and way he, oh i haven't seen that one i'll have to watch that it's it's so funny it's it's from a long time ago but that was probably the first one that showed up on my that's on my funny feed. I love his satire. He's very funny. Oh, yeah. Have you ever really, like, gotten into it with somebody in the, like, endgame chat and stuff? Like, I, I don't think um, I've ever seen you yeah, do that. I think that's happened to me a few times. Um, mm-hmm. There was this one time where I was playing, I was doing a trio, um, and we had one random. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was on, I think it was, like, on Ironworks of Misery or uh cold i think it was ironworks and okay. uh, it was a spirit and we were all like juicing trying to go for cjs we all had a flashlight we were just memeing around and it was mm-hmm. a kate and i remember she was like watching us like like looping and trying to get cjs or whatever and she mm-hmm. started sandbagging us and oh, no. like teaming up with the killer like trying mm-hmm. to get the killer to like her and whatnot oh, and no. was sandbagging us dropping pallets like body blocking whatnot and i was like mm-hmm. why is she doing this like it's okay if she doesn't want to play this way but why would she like mess up our fun to do that yeah and um i remember like someone had looked up her name on console 
And she came into my stream and she said, like, why are you like sending people my way to like send me hate? And I'm like, I'm not doing that at all. Yeah. Like, I don't want people to bother you at all. But mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate that you played that way. And she's like, mm-hmm. I've been playing this game for years on years oh, no. and I would never play that way. I would never. Da, da, da. And I was like, we, we weren't even like trying to be toxic or be mm-hmm. mean. We literally just wanted I was live. I was streaming. I wanted to have fun. Yeah. I was playing with people, which I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. So it was really frustrating just having someone like still defend their actions when they like body blocked us and got us all killed and let us die on our first hook. Oh, no. Um, and they were like saying that they've been playing for years, but saying that they would never play like us. And we played like assholes and stuff like that. So oh, no. It was just frustrating the aspect of like, I can totally understand if you're not into like wanting yeah. to loop the killer and just having your comfort be gens. I totally get that. Sometimes I'm just yeah. if I'm not streaming or I'm just chilling off mm-hmm. stream. Sometimes I just want to do gens. But. Mm-hmm. I'd never think it's okay to sandbag and ruin someone else's fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen lots of videos like that. And uh, yeah. it's it's always unfortunate when you see that. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I think we all have different expectations going into every game. Yeah. It's also sad. I hate seeing, like, content creators have beef with other content creators over stuff like that, too. Yeah. Like... If someone is streaming and they have TTV in their name and the other person is, but like they both played a different way and then they start fighting or maybe they like post each other on like a certain platform, like Mm -hmm. trying to bring them down or get like cancel culture or like hate towards them, but like say no hate, but obviously they're going to get hate because you, you know, posted the negative reactions. I hate seeing that because it makes me sad. I just Mm -hmm. wish that maybe they could have kept it off social media, like the fight or the beef. And worked yeah. it out and try to keep it positive because mm-hmm. people love the tea. People love the drama. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. at the end of the day, people love seeing beautiful friendships too and like mm-hmm. collaborations and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's just where I'm at with that kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. Cause like I've I've definitely I've made some mistakes in my past, like when it comes to content creation and especially getting upset with other people. I actually had one person, uh, we had some beef like in one game and it just so happened we were both streaming at the time and we were mm-hmm. both like yelling at each other in the end game chat. I hate you. You suck. <laughs> oh You're a piece my of gosh. Shit. And, and it got really nasty. And we oh were gosh. both, we were both jerks. Um, mm-hmm. But I was painted out to be the villain in that situation. And I really just wanted to move on from it. Like I just, yeah. I had multiple people from that person's community sending me nasty messages and oh, that's not good. sending me private messages. And one of them turned out to be like, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it. But no, anyway, no, you don't have got, to. Did yeah, you ever got, like happen to work it out with them? No, no. Because like they sent me a message a few days ago, actually being oh, like, really? hey, remember that time when you were an asshole to me? And I'm like, whoa, that was like a oh, year and a half rough. ago, dude. Yeah. Like, and it's all over a game, too. That's the craziest yeah. part. Like, um, I think that the filters in endgame chat are mm-hmm. somewhat of a good idea. I feel like they're a little too sensitive because sometimes I'll even say like David or like Discord oh, yeah. or Reddit yep. or TikTok mm-hmm. and it gets filtered. Yeah. But also, like, I just wonder what it would be like if there was comms in this game. Like, would people be as toxic as they are in Endgame chat? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you really got to be careful with that stuff because you never oh, yeah. really know, like, wh- what level someone's going to take it to. If they're going to mm-hmm. say horrible, horrible things, yeah. uh, slurs, whatever. It's yeah. just, it's always going to resonate with someone. And for mm-hmm. that guy, I guess he never really forgot and he's still yeah. holding on to it. Yeah. Holding on yeah. to that negative energy is just so yeah. bad. He should let it, it was, go. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I... um. I'll admit I didn't apologize because I felt like it was just we were both being mean and nasty and like it could have we could have handled it differently. Mm -hmm. And I just reached a point where I said, hey, you know what? I'm just not going to deal with this anymore. 
I'm yeah. going to stay out I of mean, this person's. I mean, it's been a year. People change. Like, a lot can happen <laughs> in a year. Like, yeah. you obviously yeah. gain more hours in the game, get more of a game perspective, yeah. how to talk to people, treat people in endgame chat, mm-hmm. yada, yada. So yeah. I think we've all... I feel like every like player of Dead by Daylight who's been in the game for a long time has had those weak mm-hmm. moments at the end where they've said, you know, like you played like a dick, fuck you, mm-hmm. or I hate yeah. you or something. Oh, but yeah. in the end, you're always like, damn, like I really wish it didn't go like that, you know? Oh yeah. And some people will move on from that, but some people mm-hmm. will hold on to it. And oh, those yeah. people probably are the ones who never really had an interaction like that again. And maybe that was the most thrilling thing in their life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've definitely, e- e- that happens even on TikTok. I'll post something yeah. like, I'll be like, you know, teabagging at the open exegate for 30 seconds is really rude and it's annoying. I hate seeing it. And people will be like, didn't I see you teabagging in a TikTok like uh, eight months ago? And I'm like, how do you even remember that? Oh, that's <laughs> like, happened to me. Oh God. Like all... I'll I hate farming and like maybe yeah. I'll make a TikTok about like how I hate farming and then like maybe on stream like I get this super cute like flight and I bullied mm-hmm. him too hard so he starts farming and mm-hmm. then they'll be like girl I just saw you farming on on your stream with this blight and I'm like no like <laughs> you caught it off guard I, yeah. I had to he was precious <laughs> oh yeah yeah totally now how do you handle sort of the I think we talked a little bit about it but like the ups and downs of streaming because like you'll you know what i'm talking about like sometimes you'll you'll, you'll finish stream you'll be like oh my god that was incredible like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be the next xqc mm-hmm. and like but the next day you'll have a stream and you'll be like why do i do this like mm-hmm. i just need to quit uh, what am i doing here and like you're just like second yeah. guessing yourself well you to be honest i i used to have a lot of days like that where like some days i would be like wow like i'm proud of myself like i feel like i played good today i feel like i was in mm-hmm. a good mood like i feel like i didn't let games bring me down it was good games like I was just in a good mood whatever um Mm -hmm. and then there's days where I'm like maybe something happened off stream in my IRL life and I'm just like not in the best mood and it brings me down all stream the more that I think about it and then after stream I'm like why did I even stream if I let it affect me and I thought it wouldn't those Mm -hmm. days I just have to tell myself like that is valid you're Mm -hmm. allowed to have a bad day but at the same time don't bring your community down like if you're in, mm-hmm. if you're not having the best day try to think about like where you are right now you're streaming with your community your best friends like mm-hmm. think about that moment live in that moment and try yeah. and just be happy because they're happy they're happy to be there they're happy to see you let go of the negative emotions and what happened in the past and yeah. focused on the presence the present and um the positive things and that's what i've been trying to do lately like yeah. sometimes i'll end stream and i'm like god like i, I got so upset over these killer games or oh. i got so upset because i let this one game sit on my mind and i complained for too long five minutes mm-hmm. too long or whatever but just let it go move on yeah. don't let it affect your consistency keep posting keep streaming and just mm-hmm. try and just let it go you know like if you had a bad day that's okay Delete yeah. the VOD and move on. You know, like, every day <laughs> yeah. is a new day. You know, you exactly. got to wake up on the right side of the bed. Like, don't let other people bring you down either and mm-hmm. affect your day. Like, you are in charge of your own emotions. So try and yeah. be nice to yourself. You know, have a good day, have a good stream, and oh, keep yeah. it positive. That's great advice. And uh, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, one of my recent podcasts. Like, I had a really good friend who he's deleted all his socials and I think he's better off for it. But mm-hmm. like I saw I, I would see him get into conversations with people uh through Twitter and people would just say the nastiest things to him, like just completely rude thing like personal things. And mm-hmm. and I'd send him a private message of like, hey man, are you okay? Like I saw this person say this comment about your dog or whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, man. He's like, that stuff never gets to me because at the end of the day, 
He's like, I don't know who they are. I don't know what they have going on in their lives. He's like, if I get upset, if I give them the reaction they want, I'm giving them power and I'm giving them power over me to control exactly. my emotions. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dude, that's like, I didn't know it at the time. It's exactly what I needed to hear. So because yeah. it's it's people over the Internet, like it's it's beauty. Mm-hmm. And it's also there's a lot of flaws. Like you don't always know the people that you're talking to. And think about how welcoming and wholesome and loving you are to every single person that comes in. Not yeah. everyone's going to have that same intention as you. So mm-hmm. try and not take anything personally. Try to make a joke out of it. Like if they're saying oh, yeah. like, oh, you're a girl and everyone in here is a shrimp. You could oh, say yeah. like, okay, I don't know. You make a joke <laughs> out of it. Try and keep it lighthearted. Don't take it seriously. Yeah. Don't oh, yeah. turn it into a, like a full on fight with someone that's not even mm-hmm. in the same room with you. And you're just yelling yeah. at your computer like let it go, make a joke out of it, especially Mm -hmm. with hate comments on the internet. Like you don't even know what they look like. You've never met them. You don't know their life. (laughs) They don't know you. They pretend to, or maybe Mm -hmm. this, you know, 30 second clip, like they think they know everything about you. Like you just got to treat everyone like a stranger until you get to know them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Now we talked a little bit about earlier, like about Emma Chamberlain and YouTube and stuff. Mm -hmm. What does your YouTube look like? Your viewing habits? What do you like to watch when you're on YouTube? Um, there's this, there's, okay, I watch a lot of DVD YouTubers, but there's this okay. one girl, she's my guilty pleasure. Her name is Brandy TV. Okay. And, um, oh God, how do I say it? So basically she eats edibles and she does oh. arts and crafts. <laughs> no way. That's awesome. <laughs> she's amazing. I love right her on. so much. She loves like getting dressed up and like. I don't even I don't even know if I would say cosplaying like she mm-hmm. like builds all of her costumes from scratch on on her uh, YouTube videos like yeah. arts and crafts in her room and like like mm-hmm. if she, if it's Halloween she did this like nun one and she like got pill capsules like filled with blood to like bite and then like bleed oh, out her mouth but she accidentally nice. swallowed one and it was the funny <laughs> she's so great but oh, she's just awesome. someone fun to watch when I'm like yeah. relaxing she's my guilty yeah. pleasure. Oh that's awesome. What about you? I I uh there's I watch a lot of DVD creators you know the the usual suspects like scott jund who doesn't make any anymore because he's into elden ring and oh he got into elden ring that's so funny i remember watching uh his stream the day before elden ring came out and he said like that he was gonna play that and he was really Mm -hmm. excited or whatever and yeah that's funny that he actually turned into a elden ring content yeah yeah because like i guess that's what he started with was like uh dark souls and bloodborne Mm -hmm. and all those games oh nice Um, that was like his his beginning um and (laughs) It was so funny because I don't know if you've seen his Nega Scott character Mm-mm. he does. No. He has he puts on like a voice filter, so he sounds like a like a robot. Like he sounds uh-huh. like scary. And uh and he plays like a jerk. He'll like face camp people <laughs> and just be totally rude. And you know, he has uh behavior gave him like a whole bunch of Oryx cells at one point. So he's got like this endless supply of Oryx cells. He's like Oh my gosh. He's like, Okay, you guys, I'm just gonna buy everything in the store now. <laughs> And so he he spent like about, I want to say three minutes just buying stuff, items in the store. And he's like, oh, fuck this. This is take, it's going to take too long. <laughs> Let's go oh back to Oh my gosh. Playing. Could you imagine like if you had yeah. all the Oryx cells to buy everything? I, I yeah. You would think it wouldn't take a long time. Yeah. But as more characters come out, it probably does take a while to buy every little thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he, he bought all the items for one character he's like oh that's it i'm it takes too long to do this oh yeah it's just like uh, putting blood points into a blood web it just takes forever oh, it's brutal but yeah other people i like to watch there's this guy who i forgot his exact name but he's like his name is like toss tim the Cookman or something like that mm-hmm. and he he has like i don't know maybe 50k 
subscribers and he's just like this wholesome older guy he's like mm-hmm. uh he just cooks food and he's like hey guys Aww. um i'm gonna make some uh chicken thighs in my slow cooker and i'm gonna and he he just goes through his process like how he seasons them and stuff puts them in a slow cooker cooks it then he gives a piece to his dog at the end of it it's just like oh that's so cute <laughs> it's amazing so yeah he's just the sweetest man and he uh he does all these weird little dishes and you'll uh, have to send me his name i kind of yeah. want to watch now yeah i will I like streamers like that that are just yeah. super casual and just will like mm-hmm. cook or dance or something yeah. like that where it's just like lighthearted and fun and not solely yeah. about gameplay it's about mm-hmm. them and talking yeah. to their stream like i love that I love oh. Dead by Daylight, but I love talking with my community and mm-hmm. being myself and being goofy and dancing oh, yeah. when I have the chance. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the good stuff. And and again, that gets down to like what I was talking about earlier, like how people realize they recognize when you're being just completely authentic and genuine. And uh, I think that's why I really vibe with that guy. And uh, yeah. who else do I like to watch? I haven't watched a lot of Emma, Emma Chamberlain lately, but I definitely got to get back. Yeah, into she kind of changed the style of her videos, uh, mm-hmm. almost like more, less like Mimi. It's more just mm-hmm. like her and like random moments throughout her day and like talking mm-hmm. about her day and how she's feeling. And I kind of like the new mm-hmm. style of videos that she's putting out because it feels more her, less oh, yeah. like YouTube and how I should be because this oh, is yeah. my age and I'm funny yeah. and. Uh, I'm a female, you know, it's like, it's (laughs) just what she wants, how she wants to do it. Because I think she's editing Mm -hmm. her videos right now because they seem Mm -hmm. like very much her style, but. Oh, totally. Love her personality. Love how genuine she is. Yeah. Like I, I could watch her all day going to like, she's had multiple ones where she goes to like New York and she's like ordering coffee, like five different coffees. (laughs) I know we're taking a walk to a thrift store. Like, yeah, I love the independence, uh, uh, like videos where it's just that person because Mm -hmm. it shows like, Hey, like I'm just walking around doing things by myself. Like, yeah. You should do that too, you know, like go oh, yeah. see a movie by yourself, order dinner yeah. and go sit down and just talk to someone at the bar or mm-hmm. something, you know, like doing yeah. things by yourself. There's a beauty in it and people should learn to be more comfortable with that. It's okay if you don't have a lot of IRL people, Yeah, but put yourself out there. Like you might yeah. meet some cool people or you might just have really cool experiences by yourself. Oh, totally. Do you do, you do that a lot? Like I try to, dates? yeah. I try to, yeah, because nice. I like it. I whenever I'm by myself, like if I even if I go grocery shopping or go out somewhere, or go to the mall or go to the city just to go shopping or get mm-hmm. dinner just because it's yeah, it's nice to just have me time because mm-hmm. I I don't know. I feel like every streamer who is really good at talking is really good at talking to themselves. Like I am oh, yeah. insanely good at having a full on <laughs> conversation with myself yeah. because yeah. I know like I know how I'm feeling and I feel like saying it out loud is almost like. Maybe I sound crazy, but I don't know. Uh. I just feel really comfortable like hanging out with myself and like having conversations. And when I feel when I talk out loud to myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm able to like if I'm trying to decide like if I have something rough going on in my life and I'm trying to figure out how to go about it. I feel like talking out loud kind of helps me like say, Mm -hmm. hey, chill. It's not that big of a deal. Like here's some strategies to like go about it. And um, 
Yeah, but it, I think alone time is so important and it's so good and it's not weird. Talk to yourself. Yeah. Go on a date with yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was actually thinking about doing like, you know, how I've been doing those, you know, go outside and touch grass videos. Uh-huh. My next thing is to do the me date because I do that a lot yeah, myself. Like I, just, I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to go get a burger and some fries. Like and, a little vlog. And go see a movie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you then, should. Uh, yeah. Everyone can vlog and everyone should vlog. Like, Oh, totally. That's a niche that people like. And yeah. I'm one of those people. Love my Dead yeah. by Daylight, but I love <laughs> vlogging. I love watching yeah. people's vlogs. Like, yeah. everyone's day is different, you know? Oh, totally. Like, Asbin Gold's a pretty classic example. I don't know if you ever watch any of his content. No, but, I haven't uh, heard of him. Oh, yeah. He's like um World of Warcraft streamer. He's kind of like an OG Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, he does these vlogs where he's like, I'm just going to go to Wendy's and order some chicken strips and, and sit in my car and eat them and, and talk about it. And he's, just talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And he's the cutest guy ever. Like he's just, you know, he's he's this massive streamer. But you're like, yeah, he's just some guy going to Wendy's like I like know. I do. Don't you love that? <laughs> like it's like people know you on the Internet. But once you like step outside your house and you just go in yeah. a, out and about, people don't know you. And that's like yeah. not like I necessarily feel that way. But I think about like, I don't know, big streamers in the DVD community where a lot of people know them and they're huge. And like people look up to them like the way they loop or like how calm and chill they are and but when mm-hmm. they go out into the real world they're just their little cute selves getting dinner and <laughs> yeah. hanging out with their cats or their family yeah. and i oh, think yeah. that's so beautiful i think they're oh yeah show and do what you're comfortable with but i love vlogs from streamers mm-hmm. who play games because it's so interesting to see what their lives are like outside of it oh totally yeah um yeah i've got some old stuff where i'm like going camping with my wife and stuff of like here's our campsite and it's just Aww. it's so fun i got to get back into that because i yeah bought a camera specifically you could probably for that. even make like a whole new tiktok account like dedicated to your vlogs like crow's yeah. vlogs yeah that's true yeah that's a good idea that'd be super cool yeah, i should get into that i even want to do that <laughs> like i love tiktok for the sense of dvd because that's my niche Mm-hmm. But I've always thought about like, you know, there's some things like I love skincare now. Mm-hmm. Like I always have since I've yeah. struggled with like just my skin life. Yeah. Um, but I really care about it. And I really like makeup, too, because when I went through this struggle of acne, like I got into makeup because I wanted to hide it. So there, there there's yeah. all these new like things that I found that I've really learned to like that. I almost want to share with other people just to talk about and see what other yeah. people like and make friends through that other yeah. than DVD, you know? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea because um, whether you know it or not, you're sitting on a lot of knowledge and a lot of potential content like, Mm -hmm. you know, going out and getting groceries or like going and having a meal by yourself, going to see a movie by yourself. Like lots of people are not comfortable doing those things. So if Mm -hmm. you can kind of help normalize that for people who are exactly can relate to you because maybe they're the same age as you same gender same situation like that's that's the good stuff right like you're like a lot of people are always like is it weird to go to the movies alone by myself and i'm like not at all and i'm like we should normalize that like let's make (laughs) vlogs let's whatever and just like say this is what i'm doing i look like an idiot with my phone but we're in this Mm -hmm. together you know like why don't you do it as well you know (laughs) oh yeah exactly i actually did that last night i went and saw the new movie morbius and it was not good oh really yeah, I went to I about 90% of the time I'm by myself when I go to the movies. Um, but there was like this 
huge group behind me. And part of me was like, I remember when I used to feel really self-conscious in this situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, you've got like 20 people. They all had to plan it. They all pick a time. They had arrange rides to get there. They're driving the same cars together. I'm like, I got in my car. And it's just me here. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they making fun of me? Like, no, Aww. they're they're just like having fun with their fam. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and we like people like us, we just don't even plan it. We're just like, why not? In spo- uh, what's it called? Yeah. Spontaneous? Just because. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, Do I was something like different. Yeah, I was like in my head. I was like, well, I, I'm busy all weekend, so I don't think I'll be able to see it on the weekend. So it's like it's now or sometime next week. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing next week. So. I was like, gotta go now. Gotta go now. I was like, that's so cool. Did you get like a slushy and some popcorn? Oh, yeah. I got a popcorn and drink. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was probably like nice. Like the little things that you're treating yourself with, like that's luxury in your own way. You know, like, I got this for myself. I went and took myself out to a movie. Like, I did it for myself because I deserve it. Like, yeah. It's, it's cute. I love it. Oh, that. yeah. One of the cutest things I ever witnessed is, uh, I don't know if y'all have this in uh, in your area, Boston pizza. I think it's mostly a Canadian thing. Yeah, I, I actually don't have that. Okay. So I think they have some in like certain uh, states in the US. Uh-huh. But anyway, every Valentine's Day, they have a heart-shaped pizza thing where mm-hmm. you go to you get a heart-shaped pizza on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, me and Sarah, we often go to the restaurant order our heart-shaped pizza and um we went there and there was this young guy there he was maybe 18 maybe 19 heart-shaped pizza all by himself he's like taking pictures with it he's taking pictures of his pizza and i was like oh that's so adorable like that is so cute yeah trying to figure out what was happening i'm like is he just there for his own happiness is he like putting a middle finger to (laughs) society that says you have to be there with your significant other or the person you're dating. Or is he maybe like FaceTiming with his significant other who's maybe doing a long distance thing. So there's like all these things in my head. And I was like, it's like people watching. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. People watching is really fun. Like trying to figure out like someone's whole life without knowing anything, just looking at them. I love that. That's like a niche as well. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm just out like by myself and I'm like getting lunch and I'm in the drive through and I can see other people, I just like can't help but stare and wonder, you know, like, (laughs) who are you? You're a person just like me, but what makes us different, you know? Yeah. We're probably weird, honestly, but why not? (laughs) (laughs) That guy's on his way to pick up his son who's just finishing basketball practice. Yeah, like you try to piece it all together. Whatever makes your mind content, I guess, like putting their life together. Oh, totally. Um, Did you ever watch the JJK movie? Like, are you into anime? No, I'm not really. Like, not not because like I just haven't made the time. I've watched some stuff, but what what were you going to say about it? Oh, because you saw that one movie at the movie theater the other day. So I was wondering if you saw JJK. It's so good. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. If you ever find time to watch it, the anime was amazing and the movie Mm -hmm. is 10 out of 10. More than that, 50 out of 10. Oh, nice. That's (laughs) awesome. I'll have to. uh, I've watched like a lot of mains. Well, not a lot of mainstream stuff, but like my brother has shown me like a lot of Bleach episodes and Mm -hmm. Naruto and Boruto. And Uh I watched about half of the first season of Death Note. And I got to get back into that. Um, yeah, that's a good starter anime. Mm-hmm. You might really like Attack on Titan. That was oh, that was a my friend of mine anime. recommended that to me. Oh my yeah. god, that's my yeah. heart and soul right there. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah it's, I, the, it, it, it's the best. I've heard it's like super emotional too, right? Like, yeah, yes, yes, but it's like also it has so many action scenes and like kill scenes and fight scenes. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a lot of emotion, but like the fighting scenes, you're like on the edge of your seat and you're like screaming at your phone or whatever you watch. I'm like, yes, yeah. this is amazing. Oh. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Awesome. Maybe I'm a weeb, but it's, I love it. I love Attack <laughs> no, on Titan. That's that's what I always say to people: love what you love, and yeah, uh, love what you love, and be proud exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah, because like uh, I'll, some people say, my my guilty pleasure is you know reality TV shows on Netflix. I'm like, D- don't make that your guilty pleasure. Like you love it, just. In- embrace it yeah you know? <laughs> true you're right you're right do do you watch when you fire up netflix what are you what are you looking for criminal minds baby that's really my shit. Mm-hmm. okay that's what i've been nice. watching lately criminal nice. minds and uh um god there's there's a few shows that are like my top favorites but on netflix criminal minds stranger things those are mm-hmm. just like go-to's good to like have as background noise like if i'm editing or i'm like getting ready that's really nice yeah. Um. But yeah, that's just what I'd be watching right now. Oh, nice. I um. I was speaking of Stranger Things and also Dead by Daylight. You, you're probably familiar with Kit Kat on DVD or uh TikTok. On right? TikTok, yes. Yeah, I was Kit Kat. Yeah, I've, I was in her stream, and her like whole content is like focused around Nancy. And uh, she's got really great Nancy memes and edits and stuff. And she said she's only watched like the first season and didn't really like the other two or three seasons. So, Well, Nancy was a precious <laughs> little angel in season yeah. one. She was yeah. so cute. Season yeah. two and season three. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if she got much screen time in season two. I can't even remember. But yeah, yeah season one, Nancy was iconic. That was definitely her best season in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was great. I had mixed feelings on that whole show because, like, I found season one, I felt it could have been shorter. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like there was a little bit of filler, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of two, but three, yeah, really, two, I wasn't uh, a huge fan of. yeah, I felt like they really found their footing in three, and I, oh, three I really was enjoyed fabulous. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really when, liked. It really felt like like eighties or seven late seventies, eighties vibes, like with the mall mm-hmm. that was amazing. Oh, yeah. The the outfits, um, yeah, them like finally like getting older and having relationships one you know with each other like it was cute and it was like i don't know it was like a nostalgic feeling like when you Mm. were their age like having a crush and like wearing those (laughs) you know oversized shorts and like oversized tea and scrunchies and it's so cute i i love that show yeah season three was fabulous season two i i feel like it was a little bit dragged on i didn't Mm. like how you know 11 wasn't with uh or is her name 11 god i haven't watched it in that long i think so yeah Yeah. i think 11 i haven't watched it in so long but um Yeah. yeah i didn't really like in season two that she wasn't with her group so yeah yeah it was, it was a tough hang at 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 spots in season two um and yeah like the uh the bully i wasn't a big fan of him i forgot his name the guy with like the blonde mullet oh and my stuff. gosh billy billy oh, my yeah. king <laughs> oh yes. is he her king <laughs> oh i just think he's so cute don't <laughs> no, you like... the lifeguard scene yeah that, that is pretty hot it is pretty cute so yeah i can definitely see that for sure he was like a womanizer yeah I yeah, liked him true. with like the like the scandalous moments, you know, with the mom. But I really oh, liked that's that. that's true. Yeah. yeah, and I but I really really admired her when like she saw her husband with the kid, and she's like, "What am I doing?" And I'm like, yeah. "Thank you," because that is naughty. <laughs> but yeah. like, I did like those little like lustrous moments with her and Billy because yeah. it was like it was cute, but she yeah. was smart to not, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the dream for I think most young people in general but especially young men yeah like, like being the, with like married women or older yeah. people yeah <laughs> i don't know why like for me i'm just like i i, I don't know it, it, i guess it looks good on like tv and camera yeah. and stuff like that 
But like yeah. in the real world, it's just, it doesn't it, fit, it's a bit, you know? It's a bit creepy in the real world, right? Yeah, it's right? a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a TikTok, really cringe talk, and it only popped up on my For You page because somebody reacted to it. But it was like some lady who, what the caption said, like, when my son's hot friends come over and she came out hot wearing friends. like all leather and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's so creepy. Like, Yeah, I, like, I, that's can, not hot. I remember like, <laughs> I can understand like oh i would want to be a milf like if i had kids obviously i'd want to be like uh, Mm an attractive mom i want to take care of myself and look good but at the same time it's like if i have a son like they're literally i'm in charge of them like i have to make sure like they go to school do their homework like if anything i'm gonna be the bossy bitch mom <laughs> oh yeah oh totally they gotta get shit done what are you doing <laughs> playing video games i mean maybe for an hour longer right like i do yeah. yeah are you a fan of mean girls oh yeah i like mean girls i haven't seen it in a while but i love it yeah. it's iconic okay yeah it's it's one of my it's literally one of my favorites and um it's funny i used to watch it with my niece when she was growing up so mm-hmm. yeah i was just re- reminded of that mom she's like i'm not i'm not one of those moms i'm a cool mom yeah, she's like yes, serving the margaritas exactly. after school and stuff i know and then she was like is there alcohol in this and she's like no honey but if you want some you have to drink outside <laughs> yeah or if you have to drink inside that's yeah, what she yeah. said and she like yeah, winked I at her that. yeah <laughs> she was iconic i think all yeah. like as a little girl watching that with my friends i think we're all like oh my god that mom is so cool yeah <laughs> yeah that just you talking about that i was like yeah that i can totally see you being that mom yeah i would love that with my little dog in my arm (laughs) yeah um well i I don't want to keep you for too much longer and i I think we've talked about a lot of stuff i've loved this crow this has been amazing thank you so much for you know inviting me on this this has been seriously amazing yeah i i've had an amazing time and it feels like with uh myself like growing on, on this podcast like feels like i'm fit hitting like a really cool moment in terms of like just the overall quality of interviewing and stuff. Cause it's hard to do like, and the funny thing is like, um, I don't know if I told you, but I have a background in like online film criticism so that's um, awesome. Yeah. I used to go to like film festivals and interview people and Oh really? Yeah. I've um, interviewed Keanu Reeves and like Elijah Wood and all oh kinds of really gosh, cool people. That is so cool. Kevin Smith. Yeah. It's, uh, what I, a I've, cool life you live, sir. <laughs> Thanks. That is seriously awesome. Yeah. So getting to these interviews is kind of like bringing back those feelings I had when I was like, yeah, man, like you, you talk to these people and you realize, yeah, they're in movies, but they're, they're people too, you know? And yeah. It's I think cool it, to, that is so cool that you got to talk to them. And whatnot. <laughs> you know, Emma yeah. Chamberlain did that at like, uh, God, was it the Grammys or the Oscars or something? Oh, where right. She was the or I think it was for Vogue where she was doing mm-hmm. interviews with them. Oh, yeah. But uh, she did such a good job. You'll have to watch like clippets of her like talking oh, cool. to people like walk up because she did it. She made everyone feel so comfortable. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I feel like you would make people feel so comfortable too, like mm-hmm. like Keanu Reeves, just like having the <laughs> um, personality of just like calm. And like, mm-hmm. hey, like, just relax. You don't have to put a show on. Just oh yeah, be yourself. Talk about whatever you want. Be comfortable. Yeah. Like, people yeah. love you. People want to hear from you. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like the the thing is, you'd be surprised. Uh, and I won't. Of course, I don't like naming names when it comes to this. But like, a number of people that I've talked to were like, I was so nervous going in, and I'm like, why do you want to talk to me? Nobody's gonna want to listen to me and stuff. But it, we all have had like really amazing conversations. And, yeah, um, I think everyone's a bit nervous. Like any type of public speaking that you're not doing if you're a streamer is mm-hmm. a bit nerve-wracking because you're like oh my god i hope i don't stutter or 
say yeah. something stupid, but uh, yeah. once you really get going, like we had such a beautiful conversation. We talked about mm-hmm. so much and yeah. we really got comfortable, I think. And I feel like mm-hmm. each interview that you're going to have going forward, it's going to be like that. Like oh, you yeah. start off getting to the nitty gritty and then you mm-hmm. start getting comfortable and having these snowball conversations. It's, oh, yeah. it's quite awesome. <laughs> Do you ever watch uh, Hot Ones on YouTube? Yes. Sh- I, Sean oh my gosh. Yeah. My favorite yeah. one was with Pete Davidson because he was so funny. Oh, I was not I expecting him one. to not be able to handle it. Oh, he was a baby. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Hot Ones though. That's great. Yeah. Sean Evans, uh, he's, he's a really big inspiration for like what I do here. And oh, really? Um, yeah. So I, I've been trying to think of like, cause like him and his team do like so much research. I think that's going to be the next progression of this podcast where I'm like, Hey, so I was, um, in, in doing my research, I found this situation, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to talk about yeah. it? Where it's like, you know, this cool moment happened or this really weird moment happened. And like, it was like a turning point in your, your streaming career and yeah. stuff like that. So I think that'll be the next kind of progression for this, for this show. And yeah, the he's other th- really cool. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I, I wanted to talk to you about, too, and I, I think I mentioned it to you when we first started having a conversation about this podcast is mm-hmm. my ultimate dream is to host um, a group podcast on Twitch mm-hmm. where uh, I don't know if you've watched Trainwrecks TV when he used to have his podcast, the Scuff TV or it yeah, Scuff Podcast. familiar, but I don't know if I know. OK, yeah, that's fine. He's a. Uh, um, what he would do is he would bring on like six, seven different people. Um, they'd stream on Twitch and everybody would be on their cams and like just this setting we have here. And yeah. they would have like roundtable discussions about oh, I would love streaming that. stuff. Yeah. yeah so. I, I've like watched people do that. I think I like, I honestly, I think it was like Raj Patel and him doing like mm-hmm. a dating show type thing. But I oh, like yeah. seeing a group setting of people just mm-hmm. like talking and having a yeah. conversation about whatever, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It just shows like, because maybe you're watching, like, you know, the streamer, like, this is a streamer that I normally watch. And then you're like, oh, and this is a streamer that I sometimes watch and seeing them together. Like, yeah. this is so, like, look at this. <laughs> this is amazing. This is great. It's cool. Yeah. So, so I, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. That's my dream is to like, I might actually just start sending invites out this month and saying, hey, at the end of this month on this date, if you're available, you're welcome to come on the show and we'll talk about streaming. We'll talk about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock in the face, you know, whatever. Fresh (laughs) Prince. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Did you see he resigned from the Academy? Who? Will Smith. Yeah, he today what? I think he actually what? resigned. Yeah, so he removed himself from the membership, I think. So Oh my gosh. Pretty crazy. Oh, the drama, the celebrity yeah. drama. Yeah, but no, imagine but I really like that idea, Crow. Like yeah. I think that's a good idea because you were talking about earlier how People want to reach out and like talk, but also at the same time, they're too nervous and Mm -hmm. something like that in that setting where having like streamers together or whatever, I think that might bring them together and be like, okay, let's finally play. You know, let's finally, we talked, we had this moment where we finally were in the same like kind Mm -hmm. of room area. Yeah. Now we know each other. Let's, let's game sometime or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And I think it would lead to stuff like that where, yeah, we, and the thing is we could all grow in that way too. We'll all grow Mm -hmm. in different certain ways and that'll just be a product of whatever, like the conversations we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my ultimate thing is like, I just want to champion people who I think are really cool. And, um, I've had people, 
send me messages to me like, hey, I went and, you know, that person you interviewed, Bugcatcher Jess, I've been hanging out in her stream. She's super cool and you got to check her out. And thanks for having her on your show. So, like, yeah, yeah, I really want people to, anybody listening, make sure you check out Audrey's content because um, oh, thank you thanks, yeah bro. <laughs> and thanks <laughs> thank again you for, for having me again yeah thank you for doing this like it was uh yeah because like the funny thing is going into this we haven't had a ton of back and forth right and i think that's yeah. kind of the case for all of us in yeah, some way because we, like how are we gonna talk and get to know each other without and you reaching out that's why i'm like so appreciative because i'm like you know we finally got to have this great conversation and yeah. you know mm-hmm. the future is bright right and I hope <laughs> exactly the podcast as well like this yeah. is a great podcast and Thank you. The fact that you do interviews with other content creators and you got me drawn into it. So I can't imagine how many other people as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great, bro. I love what you're doing. I've got some really cool names circled. No, I'll tell you after I hit the end recording thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want to give it away. But but yeah, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Like uh, this moment, you can just plug any platforms you're on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash O-D-D-R-E-Y, baby. Heck yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And you're on TikTok too, right? Yeah, I'm on TikTok. I think my name on TikTok is like Audrey TV because mm-hmm. I didn't have Audrey. But yeah, oh, right. you guys can find me there as well if you want. <laughs> right on. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Uh, so yeah, as as usual, I'll leave links in the show notes. So please make sure you check out Audrey's content. And again, if you've made it to this point in the interview, I really hope you had a good time. And please make sure you rate the podcast. Helps out a lot. We in March, we actually had our biggest month yet, had the most downloads in one month. It was like 1,300 downloads in March, which the previous record for me was like 900, 950 wow. in a month. So for me, that was huge. So it's really cool. And the, the interviews Congrats. always do the best. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody, thank you again for, for uh, helping me out because your ratings help this out uh, a great deal. And um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody again. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night. Take care. Bye.